0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Got a bop like this. Can't wear skinny jeans because we're knots don't fit. No one on the corner got a pocket like this, so I rock rock jeans because we're not so thick. You can learn how to dress just by checking my fresh, just checking my fresh, just checking my fresh. Follow my steps is the road to success where the niggas know you're thorough when the girls say yes. No one on the corner, but I can't teach you my swag. You can't pay for school, but you can't buy class. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, Sunday morning. So it's time to get off on the good foot mm-hmm. and start podcasting. Uh, Before we even get started, I'd like to send a heartfelt congratulations uh, to uh, Barack and Michelle Obama, President and First Lady of the United States, Mm -hmm. for their 22nd year of marriage. They celebrated Uh their anniversary, and uh, they had a date night. Uh, Good for them, man. You know, um, celebrating.
2: Did, Did people complain about where the date night was?
1: I'm sure they was like, well, ICE is going to kill somebody because y'all went to have right. steak and it cost too much. Why didn't y'all Chicken go to Chicken on Blue. Yeah, y'all could have went to IHOP. Y'all went to the Four Seasons ain't, why Hotel. Why didn't y'all go to
2: McDonald's? Why we trying to buy, you know, fancy steaks and shit?
1: And the good news is they both made it home without getting killed. So Secret Service uh, already doing a better job than before. Of course. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out months from now that... Uh, you know, they accidentally let people on to kill them by accident. You know, and,
2: and it was in the cooking staff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, ISIS served the food. Man.
2: Right, right.
1: The, the same. ISIS dude. was the host. The, yeah, the people who got Ebola uh, actually prepared the meal, but uh, the Obamas did find a way to celebrate their 22nd anniversary. They are so much braver than I thought, and I already thought they were the most brave. Why you say that? Because the Secret Service ain't shit. I would never leave the house. Y'all <laughs> niggas would never see me. I would do every fucking press conference from the bunker, every single one. I'll just be sitting in there like, uh, yeah, uh, don't worry about ISIS, y'all. Y'all safe. All right, I gotta go. Uh, turn turn the lights back off. I'm gonna go hide. <laughs> Shortly after they arrived at the restaurant, more than 100 protesters calling for justice for Mike Brown, uh, the shooting victim in Ferguson, Missouri, marched down M Street in what appeared to be a previously planned demonstration. So I had nothing to do with them. Before that date, but of course, Secret Service probably didn't know, of course, before that date, the President spent four hours playing golf at Andrews Air Force Base. Obama and his wife traveled separately on Friday, prompting a delayed date night. Both alluded to their anniversary, Friday at their respective stops. I might not even see him today Mrs. Obama Mrs. Obama told at boston political gathering twenty two years she's been putting up with me. her husband told still workers at a plant in princeton uh Princetown, oh no Princeton, Indiana. Uh, M- Michelle has been very patient with me," Obama said. "Told the workers, so maybe he had a surprise taken to the um, restaurant. That's nice. Oh, sweet. you know what else is funny about that is even the president of the United States got to act like you know my wife is just I'm just so lucky that she would even deal with an ain't shit nigga like me. and <laughs> oh, hey, he's the furthest thing from that. Right, even the president of the United States got to put on the act. We all do it, fellas. Well, some of y'all it's not an act, but
2: right some of y'all really ain't shit
1: yeah well all of us have to do this oh she's just so good my better half my better half like we won't really have true feminist equality until women start calling men their better halves and that shit ain't never gonna happen oh um, but you
2: are my better half
1: yeah okay i had to say it before you said something <laughs> no right. okay it's not genuine all right it so, so this is the blackout you it's the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher radio just search the black guy who tips all you have to do is um, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We promise to read them on the show regardless of content. Um, the official... Oh, wait. And you can also go to com slash premium. Follow the instructions so you can become a premium member. Don't just sign up for a donation. Talking about why I'm not premium yet. That's not how it works. I <laughs> know. It's a difference between a
2: donation and actually signing up for a premium.
1: Yeah, it's all automated at this point mm-hmm. i don't want to have to touch the process at all if i can help it so do everybody a favor because i make mistakes you know all of a sudden i'm touching the process now i got your shit turned off when it's supposed to be on turned on when it's supposed to be off i don't want to deal with that i would much rather y'all go through the machine and it'll work with you guys mm-hmm. trust me um so yeah make sure you guys um go to com slash premium and follow the instructions read it all i know niggas don't read anymore just read the headline or just hear a couple words on the podcast oh got it give two dollars got it now i'm premium where my my shit at nope that's not how it works Mm -mm. so follow the instructions it'll take you through that all right guys um now let's talk about the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport
2: is bullet ball
1: and bullet ball extreme today's podcast is brought to you by a couple of sponsors the Mm -hmm. first one of course is our album that is now on Spotify and iTunes.
3: Mm-hmm. The best of
1: Rod and Karen. Just put in uh, the best of Rod and Karen or put my name, Rod Morrow, and uh, it'll come up. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, listen to it.
2: It's actually really, really, really good. A lot of outtakes. Right. Mm-hmm. It was actually really good. I went back and uh, listened to listened to all, uh, all of them, and it's pretty long, and it's, it's worth it. It didn't have you tied up for a good little bit at work. It's, it's worth to listen.
1: Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys do that. My
2: my favorite one is um oh, the one where you a dick.
1: Uh, directing shit. Yes. Yeah, that, you know, I was a dick to a lot of people. I guess I can play some of it since it's free anyway for people to listen yeah, to. Yeah,
2: directing shit. And then there's another one where you do, oh, cock blocking.
1: Oh, cock blocking? Yeah. C block? All right, yes. let me see if I can find one. All
2: right, how have you and Sally been lately? I haven't seen you bring her to lunch in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh, we broke
4: it off last month. Uh, It just wasn't working out.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It
4: was for the best. I'm already over her.
2: Oh, well, if you ever want to have lunch or dinner or something or just talk or just go out and have a good time with somebody, just let me know, okay?
4: Absolutely. Uh, how about tonight?
1: Uh, Mark's kinda sugarcoating it. Sally dumped him because he talked the herpes from a crack whore that he nailed against a dumpster down at the heinous corner and then gave it to her.
4: First off, it was in my car. I, I mean, you're lying! He's got this
1: really big gaping sore right on
4: his... Shut up! That's enough!
2: Yeah, um, I'm going over there now. Nice chat.
4: Uh, hey, so, about dinner?
2: Yeah, right, Outbreak Patient.
4: Dude, you suck. Cock
2: <laughs> blocking,
1: won't you? Yep, that was my cock blocking debut. There's like three or four of those, I think. Yeah. I think we, we recorded a bunch of those.
2: Yeah, I, I like that one. And I think the uh, one of my favorite ones is the one me and you did together at the drive-thru.
1: Oh, fries. Yeah, yes. we talked about that before. That one was kind of long. I'm not going to play all of that. It's nope. like seven So minutes. then the
2: bastard kicked the puppy down the stairs.
4: Wait. You're talking about Girls Cry 5, right? Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies ever.
2: Really, me too. Hold up. Hey, Julie, gotta go. This hot guy in the office is into these movies. I'm in there. So you like Girls Cry 5 more than Girls Cry 4 or 3?
4: Oh, yeah. Girls Cry 5 is my favorite movie ever.
1: Bro, I thought your favorite movie was Fast 5. What? Ew. Or was it... Anal assassin's
4: fire. I was holding that for a friend. Oh, my God. I'm out of here. Wait, you want to go see Tears of My Husband next week? Yo, you were going to go see Tear
2: Up My Husband's Bun Nugget with me next week. Oh, Lord. Never speak to me again, either of you. Cock blocking. It's the American thing to do.
1: There you go. So that was a (laughs) two out of four i actually forgot about those
2: yes those... i did enjoy
1: being a cock blocker I, that, yeah, that's... roger
2: was an asshole he was just like i would be somewhere talking to somebody like talking to one of his friends and buddies and he'd just come in and just say some outrageous shit and i'd be like
1: mm, i don't want your herpes i got to go that must say a lot about me anyway <laughs> let's talk about our other sponsor who needs sexy music Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hmm? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with a adventurous new toy or a dope movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You'll get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all, guys. In addition to that, you can get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift that is so sensual I can't tell you what it is on the radio. And to top it all off, they will throw in free shipping, the best kind of shipping, on your entire order. Go to Adamandeve.com, put in the code TVGWT in the offer code box upon checkout. I'm gonna wait till Karen finishes singing, guys. We'll be back in a couple minutes.
2: Outside, that's my jam right there. This is what you mm. see when you
1: get the box. <laughs> Get you be like, percent. yes, I wanna be down. Come on. Come on to the bedroom with me, whatever's in there. Get fifty percent off of your one item. You put it code TBGWT and then get three free DVDs for extra good, free shipping. Code TBGWT at Adamandeve.com. The reason got someone to
3: care maybe all you a to cry. If that's
2: Dream of if all yes if it make you cry you know that's some good stuff you got in that box you
1: know in a way man i think i gotta put this into my dirty macking list man because mm-hmm. this is really like the female version of dirty Mackin. like it sounds sweet no it's, it's, that stuff it's but, not yeah. even just sounds sweet like she's kind of like oh i just want to be your friend be mm. down. If you need somebody to talk to, you know, yeah, just let me know. Fuck. She's trying to throw that pussy at your ass. Of Next course. thing you know, you got to break up with your baby mama and shit because you been fucking with Brandy and sitting up in her room.
4: <laughs> right, right. That's, shit like this. That's
1: another one right there.
2: That's another jam. Yeah. She
1: Come on
2: made, up and sit up in the room with me.
1: Using mm-hmm. that sympathy to get that dick. Mm-hmm. You ain't slick, Yeah, we,
2: we 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 see you. We understand. The only thing that I ask for those who ordered Adam and Eve. You know, some parents. I'm old school. I don't believe in children opening up the mail till they get a certain age. But, you know, some of y'all let your kids open up the mail. Don't let them open up that package,
3: mm-hmm. cause then you
2: got some explaining to do, Mama. You have to have talk. Right. So you know, I'm old school. Kids don't open up the mail cause yo your, your name ain't on the on the on the uh building the property or whatever it is here so you don't get to open up in the mail
1: you'll be doing blackish way before it's time oh, yes you will Giving that talk right um all right so we have uh all kinds of stuff that happened in the news but i was just thinking about this right i was watching this show called legends uh, it comes on tnt i mm-hmm. like it a lot okay um it's basically an impossible white man you know kind of like if jack Bauer was british or some shit i don't know but <laughs> um it was good. It's good, and, but it's also bad, you know, in several ways. Okay. It's the same way every typical impossible white man movie or TV show is bad. You right. Know? There's always shit that just you're just like whatever. But um, so I noticed that the latest plot has like a uh, print from a like Muslim Middle Eastern country coming over here. There's a big battle about women's rights. There's a journalist from there that. She lives in America now and she's trying to get put pressure on the prince to like give women more rights back home and all this shit. And then there's a plot where they like have a terrorist who's gonna like explode and kill the prince, like you know, like send a bomb to kill the prince and all this stuff is you know, really high go, arcing conspiracy and all this shit, right? And I had the thought, man, and maybe it's a fucked up thought, you know, like I couldn't really convey it on Twitter because. You know, social media. Everyone's so fucking politically correct. Anything you say, that people get getting mad. Right. I don't even go to Google Plus. That shit is just like it's, it's like a hive of of just bees and ants and shit waiting for someone to yeah. fuck up.
2: So they come and get yeah. you. Yeah,
1: they're just waiting for somebody to say a joke they don't like.
2: Yeah, like crumbs.
1: So, yeah. So, um, I um, I was thinking like, I wonder if in Hollywood, there are actors that when like terrorism or disasters or like someone starts like acting froggy on the like national stage Mm -hmm. i wonder if they get excited like is it a nigga Mm -hmm. that's working like yeah you know like working at IHOP, you know because he can't you know he's been going to auditions he can't get a Mm -hmm. fucking part hollywood is notoriously racist you know they don't write colorblind parts rarely you know Mm -mm. um You know, we look at the, like, diversity of, like, a Shonda Rhimes show, we're always shocked because it's so much diversity. It's like, damn, it's like everybody's interracial on this, and everybody's gay, and everybody, because it's, like, we never see it anywhere else. So it's, like, a very, like, a stark difference. So I wonder if, like, when, like, say, North Korea starts fucking up, if, like, all the Asian actors in Hollywood are like, yeah because mm-hmm, they know they'll get a part
2: or, or somebody's gonna get a part or role might not be them but might be somebody they working with or they, they know
1: well i'm thinking they're thinking to themselves oh, like i have true. a higher chance of me getting a fucking casting call now right because hollywood is gonna start writing these asian people are the devil movies and now i might get cast <laughs> all right you know like right i now, might die but hey shit i was on the screen like until about um 12 years ago nine eleven. You know Muslim actors is mad as shit? Like, goddamn man. Like, if you Middle Eastern, Saudi Arabian or some shit, you know you, you wasn't getting get no, no calls back.
2: No, you was not. FF. Yeah, can
1: Soundfield have one, like, Saudi Arabian friend? No. Mm. Get the fuck out. Right. But then you blow some shit on 9-11, it's like, you know what? We can use you. We were very upset. Uh, you know, we didn't need to do that, Jamal. We didn't need to do that to you. Just come on in. Just come on in. Uh, pat him down. Pat him down. We still racist. Pat him down. Make sure there's no bombs. But yeah, come on. Check in. his family
2: members out. But you know what? You still got the part.
1: Right. You know, because it's like even if it's, and I'm not even talking about major parts. Mm-mm. Obviously, the white people still get those. We've seen Exodus casting. But I'm saying like just what? the bit part, like right, Middle Eastern thief. You couldn't get that part. No. You know, back back in the day. Now. You know, I think a lot of these- Bob's
2: Middle Eastern mixed friend in elementary school. Yeah, Yeah. now
1: I think you're getting a lot of this work, you know, there was no tyrant. No. You know, before this, like they weren't even exploring those ideas. So yeah, I do wonder how many, like, you know, Asian people are like waiting tables right now in Hollywood and they're just like, yo, I just hope like Kim Jong-un, like, blow some shit up man like kill some sailors or something man like i I gotta get working
2: right so i can get a road
1: rent is due like when the rent is due ain't no morals Mm -mm. you know get get to killing these motherfucking americans dog we got to do something
2: yeah they know they be like i hope something happened to another small village or something
1: another tsunami just something to get my ass a road niggas is broke these days Mm -hmm. somebody got to play isis Ain't that the truth? You know, that's I think that's what's happening, man. I was I was thinking that the other day. I had not said in 140 characters because I knew everybody would be mad. But <laughs> well,
2: that's the truth. Somebody gotta <laughs> play that role.
1: But I was watching Legend. And I was like, damn, they cast a whole lot of Middle Eastern people for the last two episodes. Oh, I bet mean, Middle Eastern people be like, yo, man, behead them journalists, bro. Like, I gotta get, I gotta eat. A month ago, I was your boy was on welfare. You know, hoping that I can make this meek job into Be- something.
2: Yeah, barely paying for the subway.
1: Yeah, I wasn't getting no callbacks. Mm-mm. They started by heading Now way.
2: I'm getting all the callbacks, all the emails. I, I- got to turn shit down, dog. I can hold a knife.
1: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can hold a butter knife. I can believably hold a knife and chop somebody's head off, man. Ain't mm-hmm. shit to me. Mm-mm. It's all Hollywood to me, baby. I need this money. You know? Other need people- all
2: these damn degrees.
1: We let all these other people get typecast and play the same roles over and over. Ain't that the truth? You know why can't a Middle Eastern dude get no no play, man? It's not like they're gonna hire him for no regular roles. So I don't know. Just like you said, he, you never see a Middle Eastern dude just like the best friend of no. Uh, you know the the best friend uh, of like uh, I don't know Jonah Hill. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So good for them, man. Good. something good that's the bright side of the tragedy guys hmm somebody's you know I mean? got a job something bad happens but hey somebody can get a job yeah but shout out to svu
2: because they they like they like the um uh, tmz of uh tv show shit come out and guarantee you within a month whatever that topic is they're gonna be planning on their show so you know somebody blow some shit up y'all got y'all you know Well, i don't
1: know if they do ices and shit though that's different. Oh, okay that's, that's they, a little they bigger. focus on like
2: american issues yeah that's a little okay. bigger than
1: what they they do like pop culture shit you know <gasps> Okay. Like the you know, I'm talking about stuff like, you know, uh, that like I'll give you a good example. That Latino dude broke into the White House. Yes. A lot of Latino people like, yo, we about to get up. We about to okay. get paid. Yeah. Y'all. That need yeah. he gonna need a background story. He gonna need family. He gonna need okay. people tell him not to do it. Right. He gonna need people that call like they about to get.
2: Hey. okay now, 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 now that's something the svu would do for the for the simple fact that you can make up a fake uh black american I president
1: don't, i don't think you've ever watched svu oh my bad i don't think that's what they do oh like they do a lot of rip from the headline shit but they won't like make up the president of the united states or the white house
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they just do crimes karen just
2: oh what normal, that that crimes, a
1: crime? normal ass crimes <laughs> normal ass crimes <laughs> that might involve celebrities you oh. i think you're talking about completely different shows
2: oh my bad
1: yeah um but uh yeah they 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 actually but i'm just saying hollywood in general will start writing stories about the dude who tried to shoot up the white house and it'll be a it'll somebody latino will get now not his part obviously a white man will get that they'll put him in brown face but
2: (laughs) Ah,
3: all the
1: parts around right the kids you know had a girlfriend cousins right like you know, right, the mama, the grandma. Somebody gotta call nine one one and ominously like call the police right. and say he's missing oh, and that he took his his sniper gun with him. Oh, know? and the more uh,
2: uh the more uh, Spanish you can
1: speak, the better. Exactly, exactly. So, oh. um, that's that's what I'm guessing anyway. All right, let's talk about these news articles. Okay, a lot of big news is happening. Uh, at the Hunger Games, the filming of the third movie. Hmm. Um, you know they have all these like stunts and stuff. They have a stunt man mm-hmm. who's trying to do a parkour move.
2: But you jump off the walls, right?
1: Yeah, you can jump off the walls. People might know jumping between buildings. Um, they show it on like YouTube videos and stuff sometimes. Oh, jumping
2: up rails and shit like yeah, that. You yeah, yeah. Climb
1: like climb the side of a building with no ladder, no mm-hmm. net, no nothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he was doing a parkour move and he fell and uh. Died, fell to his death trying to leap from the fifth floor window of a, of his hostel onto a balcony of the opposite building.
2: Oh.
1: Yep. His name was Carlos Lopez. He was traveling with his girlfriend who witnessed the fall.
2: Was he doing this for the movie or? It sounds like
1: he wasn't. Oh,
2: this sounds like shit he was doing on his off time.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. He was from North Carolina. He was he was practicing the part the sport of parkour. Practice.
2: Oh, oh, so he hadn't mastered the shit, so oh well then dog. I mean,
1: he had done movies before.
2: Oh. So I wonder do you have to have a degree in parkour? Because that sounds like some shit you just don't jump out there and do. You need no. to know what the fuck you doing. Kill you yourself. You don't get a degree. No. Oh, okay, well then that's why he died.
1: Um, okay. That, that works for me. Um he the thing is he um like it's like NBA players practice, even though they're still in the NBA, right? So he True. was practicing like I'm a professional, but I practice this shit. And I, I say he's a professional because he was getting paid to do it. So he's professional. I mean, yeah, he. I don't got a podcasting degree.
2: I, mean, I completely understand that, but I, I think my thing is because the job. Well, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. The job is just so dangerous. Look like they, you know, you, there's classes or, or something for your safety, other than you just out there jumping on shit and "Oops, I fell."
1: That's how you get paid. i never seen as much blood, neighbor Niter- Tersia Gama told the mirror. I woke up with the noise, went to the window, and saw the young man lying on the ground on the interior patio. We shared with the hostel where it happened. In addition to working on the Hunger Games Catching Fire, he also worked on 22 Jump Street and Olympus's Follett. Oh, damn, my movie. Oh, Ooh. rest in peace, young fella.
2: Well, that's, uh, to understand, that's why they get paid because they're willing to take challenges that nobody else is willing to take. But, uh, um, yeah, I'd rather, well, I guess you do have to practice off, offset
1: in order to do it on set, huh? I mean, how, what are you going to do? Just start running on the, <laughs> the fucking movie, talking about I can do parkour? You got to practice somewhere. That's true. I mean, that sounds like this is the most appropriate place to practice. I
2: get, I, okay. I think, I think that's my like problem. If, if yeah. you make a
1: mistake, it's, uh, pretty, pretty bad.
2: Right. Cause you're not in an environment conducive to errors. Mm -hmm. and mistakes and slipping and falling and bumping your head and yeah you fall that's it
1: Mm -hmm. so i you know i feel bad for them
2: i do too i I do too like i said i don't know maybe just my ignorance and misunderstanding i thought that you know because i know people grow up just jumping on shit and climbing on shit and just rule i want to parkour but i don't know maybe i maybe i'm ignorant there should be a parkour class hey these are the techniques of some shit or you know, everybody just jumping and running. They'll be like, you know what? You look like you can't fall off of shit. We're going to record you. No. My, my mind don't function like that. That's dumb.
1: Google is being sued by Jennifer Lawrence and a bunch of other Hollywood stars. Mm-hmm. They want at least $100 million in damages for allegedly facilitating the posting of hack nude photos. Um, their attorney, Marty, Marty Singer is the one who's uh, threatening the lawsuit. Um, it's but on behalf of Jennifer Lawrence, Christian Dunst, and Kate Upton, and other stars. <laughs> How would you like to be one of those other stars? You know, the not as famous bitches.
2: That's all that means. Even
1: in a lawsuit, the women is like, caddy. No, I get top billing, okay? Didn't nobody want to see your little titties. Vanessa Hudgens, Everybody seen your titties a hundred times. Jennifer Lawrence is who they came to see. You been nominated for an Oscar? I didn't think so. Right. Um, anyway, um... But Google has a Digital Millennium Copyright Act, uh, which is the responsibility they go by, and the guidelines basically say, we deal with the person who owns a copyright to it. So if some dude took a picture of you on his phone, you know, like Justin Verlander took pictures of him and, uh, k Upton, right? Mm-hmm. It's his phone, so they're like, we will deal with him, cause it's his copyright to the photos, not you. Oh. Okay. Now, I don't know how you prove copyright on these photos anyway. Right. And then also, doesn't that make Justin Verlander look like a dick for not, you know, calling up there and sending a take up down request? Maybe he liked the way his dick looked. He's like, you know what, girl? My dick was looking good that day. You just got the deal.
2: And on top of that, uh, like, it's one of those things. Has a, has a dude, back, back to some of the basic questions. Has a dude ever sued anybody for his dick pics being leaked against his permission?
1: Probably, I don't know. I, the question is, would it be covered? Who knows? Right. I don't know if people even care about that shit. Not, not saying he wouldn't have sued or wouldn't have made a request, but I just wonder if people even care, you know? um like i said men get their shit exposed it's just people don't do. give a fuck right and then there's always this assumption that men like it i don't you know
2: yeah every, every even that
1: mra dude that that wrote in yesterday was had the assumption that men would like to be treated that way i don't think so
2: no every dude don't want his dick pic out there some dudes that don't send dick pics you just you yeah. know people just assuming that dude just be like here bitch here's my dick here's my balls look and right. see but some dudes like,
1: nah, I'm not putting my dick out there for the world. Yeah, there's been NBA players and athletes who had their dick all over the timeline. Like I'm sure. Right. Some of those people don't appreciate it. Not, not every single dude that sent his picture privately to a woman gotta be like, and I want the world to know, you know? Right.
2: And just like every single woman that, that, that has pics don't want, don't want the world to know either.
1: Yeah. Follow you around for the rest of your life. Not to mention people on social media are so fucking evil and stupid and they'll probably send you pictures of your own dick and shit look at your dick nigga right because you know? they're
2: they're that ignorant and they're that goddamn dumb i
1: disagree with something you said hit your dick like come on man right um, their asses anyway uh he said they google actually said they've removed tens of thousands of pictures within h- hours of the request being made I believe that. and they've closed hundreds of accounts hundreds of accounts the internet is used for many good things stealing people's private photos is not one of them Google says that it's removing photos because they represent violations of its community guidelines with respect, with respect to nudity and privacy violations. The web giant says its turnaround is generally hours, not weeks. As for ser- the search, uh, Google says it has historically taken a different approach, removing items when they fi- receive valid copyright notices. The key word here is valid. As co- Google could be taking extra scrutiny when determining the validity of a copyright claim. For example, Justin Verlander sends a takedown request for K Upton's selfie Google could be determining that it is Upton, not Verlander, who has authority to come forward. Um, there are other considerations, including possible fair use, that come into play. And generally, platforms like YouTube have allowed counter notices to copyright claims, whatever the reason Google's not acting sufficiently in the lawyer's mind. So, uh, Interesting, some of the most on-point case law on what search engines must do is provided by Google's battles with perfect 10 over thumbnail images of nude photos. An appeals court rejected any direct copyright infringement claim but left open the possibility of contrib- contributory liability if a defendant had knowledge of another's infringing materials and materially contributes to or induces that infringement. It's a case what where. What
2: does that mean, mean?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess they're saying, like, look, maybe you, the, um, maybe it might not be direct copyright infringement, but. You're, you're, you are contributing to the fact that, like, it's out there. Okay. Yeah. You're helping facilitate people finding it. Um, you know, you know that these, you know that these were illegally, illegally obtained. That's the problem, right. Yeah. You know, or, you know, or going to be used for copyright infringement and you're helping with that. It's a case the singer is surely aware of after litigating and linking, and linking to Quentin Tarantino's leaked script earlier this year. So, um, because he got his hateful eight scripts stolen and he was saying like the, the internet stole my shit and fuck y'all um uh, so yeah google being sued by the naked picture people i don't
2: want anybody suing an apple
1: um why would they sue apple How how would that work
2: because the shit got hacked from the iCloud oh they're
1: suing them too yeah okay. yeah yeah that i thought that was like in the original suit okay. but i but I, I don't know how they'll win that because i don't know we'll see what happens because i guess apple didn't protect that shit but at the right. same time apple makes you sign so much fucking shit who knows that you signed away when you hit that agree button you know what i mean yeah, that's true too they probably be like you should have opted out bitch and then won't even say shit
2: yeah and a lot of times shit is pre-programmed for you to automatically log in so a lot of times i go in and i filter my features how i prefer them mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just one of those things where yeah you're accountable dog like shit goes up in the cloud and the cloud needs to be protected.
1: Yeah. Um what else is going on here? Uh oh, a uh, secret service agent leaked Barack Obama's itinerary to the Romney campaign when they were um you know, back back when they were campaigning.
2: This nigga, that's why she left. She was like, "You know what? That shit coming out, I'm out. I, I you know what? Let me let me leave right now so I can at least get my severance pay." Mhm. <laughs> She was yeah. like, fuck y'all, because somebody, and she was like, y'all better, y'all better leave too, because the rest of y'all getting ready
1: to lose y'all jobs also. In late 2012, now this is after the president's been president for four years, in one particular incident at a bar in late October 2012, the Secret Service agent who had a number of drinks during the meeting, unprompted, and in an apparent attempt to impress one of the staffers, now he's a married man and he's trying to holler at this chick, that's a staffer of Romney, he began providing details of President Obama's schedule. The information included times and locations of the president's events in the final days of the election. The president's campaign would not release these details of the president's schedule publicly until several days later. The author of the report, Sean McCoy, is a former Romney campaign staffer and says that the leaked itinerary was not widely circulated within the Romney campaign and did not impact the campaign strategy. He also points out that the agent was married when he made the advances to a Romney campaign staff member. Sounds like he was cock blocking. Right. Uh. So yeah, man. So sound like Secret Service was still niggas out there fucking up, man. All right. This person just lose their job. All right. Thank God it wasn't a um terrorist or some shit that had some some good looking women with them, Right. And how can you
2: be sure these people are telling the truth? You just don't know. You just assume people are doing the right things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't know who could have got their hands on that.
1: Yep. So that was just, you know, one of those things we just said up there like, man, uh, not as safe as we thought. Mm -mm. Uh, This is real short news. But speaking of people that were almost president, um, almost vice president, Mm. uh, I thought this might have been a joke. But apparently it's real. Sarah Palin's family got into a fucking fist fight in the street. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like every redneck joke that people made about them is just absolutely true you know are you serious wow Mm. um so uh, yeah they they um what what is this okay there we go yeah they um apparently went to a house party and uh bristol palin punched a man in the face in a at a family brawl Mm. um so yeah (laughs) It, it it's just crazy you know, if she was on Facebook saying, I love my Bristol. My straight shooter is one of the strongest young women you'll ever meet. I have to say this is a proud mama right up there with her, with the, their work ethic and heart for those less fortunate. My kids' defensive family makes my heart sore. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she applied her, her 23-year-old daughter for going to a party and um, punching a dude in the face. But yet, they, she was almost vice president? Okay. Apparently, Track, the 25-year-old uh, son of the Palins, Track, confronted an ex-boyfriend of his sister, Willow. A large group of people got involved in a brawl. When the party host asked Palins to leave, Bristol allegedly punched him in the face. The person she punched, this guy took straight shots to the face, one after the other at the other and never retaliated and was just a stand-up person. Thompson said, I admire him for being a gentleman. This is a woman and it doesn't matter if she's punching you in the face.
2: You're right, you should have pressed charges against her. I know. I would have.
1: I would've tased the shit. This is why you need a taser, dog. Right.
2: I would have pressed this I would have uh pressed charges against her and souped the shit out of them for That's doing right. that. That's why
1: you need a taser. I would've tased the fuck out of her face. Right. Um the Alaskan native Thompson told Radar in an exclusive interview that he was abruptly fired from his job after speaking out about the brawl and he blamed Sarah. So he got fired for telling people that the Palin's out here fighting people. Then she went on Twitter, I mean on Facebook, and said she was proud of the shit. So, right, and
2: that's why I turned about and sued your ass.
1: Yeah, it's funny too because you know that the reason she said it was she was proud of it is because she just like they were coming up with a way to spin it, like. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this is really undignified and ladylike just making us look bad. We practice these respectability politics for everybody else. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do we make this? No, no, no. Right. We'll just say we're proud of it like we do with anything else that is bad. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Um, uh, Arizona school bars lesbian couples bid to be the homecoming co queens. Why? Uh, cause they gay care. A lesbian couple at high school is Surprise, Surprise, Arizona, where everyone was surprised. You know what I'm saying? Ah,
2: That's never the town, Surprise. That's two
1: ladies. Surprise, two vaginas. (laughs) Was denied the right right to be nominated for homecoming queen and queen by school administrators who claim the policy prohibits same-sex couples from winning the title. Students at Willow Canyon High School are reportedly protesting the decision, which prevents ballots including same-sex couples from being counted. In a statement... Uh, the Dysart Unified School District said the high school has been following the same protocol for years. That's always the argument whenever right. whenever they don't want to do something. It's always like, but we've been racist for years. Right. We've been sexist for years. Y'all just now saying something about the racism?
2: Right. We've never allowed men and men and women and women to run. You know, we don't have a king and king and queen and queen. It is king and queen. Fuck y'all. What do you mean we have to change policies? You're going to sue us and win in court. And then we'll change our policies. And then we will. St- we still might argue you to the end.
1: The Willow Canyon High School students do not elect a couple as homecoming queen and king; rather, individual students self-nominate or are nominated to run for homecoming queen or for homecoming king. The statement said students can nominate themselves or another student. One person is voted in by fellow students to represent female students at homecoming, and one male student is voted in by students to represent the boys who that female and male student is is up to the student vote. Okay, so I get it. They it's and this happens um in a lot of this shit. They don't actually vote for the couple together. So so they vote okay. for you know, who's the best dude, who's the best woman. The thing is um maybe they should change it to where you can nominate a couple or, you know, um cuz it's really just a big popularity contest mm-hmm. um maybe you know maybe you do just do a couple versus individuals yeah you just do the two most popular people go up there together i don't know um but it seems like kind of silly to even do in the first place um but it's one of those things i've never gotten i've never much into pomp and circumstances at school i don't really care about homecoming homecoming court and who was the coolest person in high school and shit but you know i was a nerd so what do i know (laughs) <laughs> uh, students at the school have said that the couple should be allowed to receive the nomination, so if the students don't have a problem with it. What's the problem?
2: And that's the thing. It, like, it, I'm like most issues, it's the administrative people with the issues and problems about right. this, not the student student population. Could give a fuck. They was like either have one where you have a male and female, and then have another one. You know what I'm saying? Or just
1: let the kids nominate themselves into the category they feel comfortable. If they want to be right. If 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 it's somebody that you consider a female but she wants to put herself in the male ballot,
2: and she
3: fine. she can run It's for up King. to the kids to
1: vote for them. Right. Just let the voters tell, I mean, let the vote yeah, let the kids decide.
2: Right. Yeah, if you're going to do that and if it's, it's not your homecoming. Right, and if it's a male that identifies as a woman he want to run for queen, let him run and let let like I said, if if you're not going to do a couple, just let them put the put their names in whatever category they want to and let the the student population vote. Period. Yeah. That would end that issue
1: uh, so we um uh, have a lot of um news going around uh about Ebola now. Okay, the CDC confirmed the first case of Ebola in the U.S. September 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, according it was a patient. Uh, to them the patient was in strict isolation at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital in Dallas. Um, and the they said like the dude went there. Was allowed to go home, mm-hmm. came back five days later, and I was like, oh shit nigga, you got, you got that Ebola.
2: Right, David said he told the nurse, but it didn't get like up the chain, like he told, hey, I've been traveling and all that shit. It was like, you know what? He some peel scholars back in the morning, he took his ass home. Ain't that the one that went to the school, and now all the kids are quarantined?
1: Yeah, everybody that he came in contact with is being quarantined. Right. I would be so mad. They basically just come to your house like, you can't leave, which is funny because you know, we, as much as we talk about ourselves on freedom and our rights and all this shit, the government can just come to your house and be like, nah, nigga.
2: You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I gotta go to
1: school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you no, you
2: don't. No, you don't. We've already sent the papers. Tell the yeah. school you won't. You ain't showing up today. If they need to read somebody, here's my email
1: address. Mm-hmm. His name is Thomas Eric Duncan. It's a black man. Uh, he's being sued by the Liberian government for lying about not having that Ebola. For the, he said he didn't. He didn't touch anybody. Uh it's It said, had he cared for an Ebola patient or touched the body of anyone who died in an Ebola-affected area? And he said no. Well, he lied. He apparently <gasps> was. uh He helped an Ebola-infected pregnant woman get to the hospital in Liberia, which oh. is likely how he was infected. Okay. Oh, so they say, uh, nigga, you lied. If you would have
2: told us the truth. Uh, he probably wouldn't even have been allowed to come to the states.
1: Yeah, they said uh, in, in regard to the questionnaire, we expect people to do the honorable thing. Uh, Texas health officials say Duncan came into direct or indirect contact with at least eighty people. Says he landed in the U.S. September twentieth.
2: Who knows what? Who knows who they've been
1: in contact with? The many people. Mm-hmm. According to Texas uh, health officials, over eighty people had direct or indirect contact with him. The Texas patient recently. Uh, oh, where's my? moving slow uh recently diagnosed with ebola since he arrived in the united states september 20th um why is yeah. my computer moving slow there we go because
2: this is a small world but we live people i don't people underestimate the amount of people that they come in contact with just every day moving around and shit you come in contact with a
1: lot of people well word on the street is like it's well actually not even word on the street we'll talk about it in a second okay. but the orders uh he, t- he was in contact with 12 to 18 people that were mostly family members including five children at his apartment complex where he was staying, four of those family members have been ordered to isolate themselves at home and not to receive visitors to October 19th. Ooh. Yeah, it's got to wait three weeks to see if it, you know, if you got it. Shit, you're going to get time out of work, but damn it, you don't want to be doing that shit. The orders which were hand-delivered to family members, they cleaned the school we worked at and shit, like, with oh. hazmat suits.
2: Oh, so they disinfected. They was like, you know, school's going to be closed, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck you, parents. You're going to have to find other arrangements. We got to clean this motherfucker.
1: Family members must provide blood samples upon request and immediately report any symptoms of sickness. Uh none of the eighty people potentially exposed or saw any signs of the disease. So uh, what I was gonna say was there's um let me make sure that those are all I got more Ebola shit here somewhere. But uh what I was gonna say is that uh oh oh yeah. Also uh Ebola NBC cameraman tests positive for Ebola. Oh, how
2: did the cameraman get
1: it? Right, because you're just a cameraman. Well, you over there fucking people, or something? <laughs> right. Like, cause. What is, what is it? How do you get it through the lens? Right. You can look at people to get a bowler now. Nobody told my ass that. He tested positive for a bowler two today, and will be flown to the United States for treatment. Uh What day was this? This is uh that Thursday. Um. So yeah, he, he. The rest of the crew, which includes. Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Nancy Snyderman are reportedly being monitored and will be kept in quarantine. The 33-year-old cameraman, whose name is being withheld, was working as a freelance on assignment in Monrovia, Mid-Libria, Liberia. Three other NBC News employees, including Snyderman, were on location with him. According to NBC, the 33-year-old cameraman became tired and achy Wednesday and discovered he was running a slight fever. On Thursday, he checked himself to the hospital and tested positive for Ebola. Uh, NBC News President Deborah Turnis, uh reportedly wrote a staff memo, memo alerting employees that the freelancer will be flown back to the United States for treatment. We're also taking all possible measures to protect our employees and the general public. The rest of the crew, including Dr. Nancy, are being closely monitored and show no symptoms or warning signs. However, in an abundance of caution, we will fly them back on a private charter flight and they then they will place themselves under quarantine in the United States for 21 days, which is at, at the most conservative end of the spectrum for medical guidance.
2: Shit, so it can't be longer than that. And, um, yeah, uh we don't have national health care here, so who the fuck is going to be paying for all this Ebola care that they're forcing all these people to get?
1: I have no idea. Oh,
2: okay, am I the only one thinking, thinking this? They were like, well, you're quarantined. Okay, um... Yeah, dog, uh, what happened if I have a job that's like, you know what, yeah, we got let letter, but fuck you, Um, you're going to lose your job because you have to stay at home for 21 days? Like, uh you're really affecting people's lives here, like, it, financially, it affects people, because 21 days is a long-ass time to yeah, get just, out of
1: work. Right, just let them go to work, can't. It's, it's like we didn't even watch the stream.
2: No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, but, 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 but with dealing with the companies, like, mm-hmm. you know, some companies be like, okay, cool. Soon you give it, you know, your ass fire. You're going 21
1: days. Uh, you don't touch anyone in Liberia, not kids, nor adults, nor other Westerners, not the colleagues you arrive with. It is the rule of rules. Man, why would I even go there? Sounds like a terrible vacation. Walking to Liberia. Ah! Don't touch nobody. What are you doing? Ah! You get back on the plane. Don't touch nothing. Get the fuck out of here. It is the rule of rules because while everybody else is taking precautions, you can't, you just can't be sure where the invisible lethal Ebola virus might be. Once the virus is on your fingers, it would be frighteningly easy to rub an eye or infect yourself. Maintaining that constant vigilance, uh, especially while wearing long sleeves and pouring sweat in Liberian humidity, is mentally taxing, as is watching the virus monitoring, I mean, mounting toll day after day. It's almost impossible not to slip. Once I put my hand on a slim wood railing on the path to an entrance of the Browns of Browns treatment center, don't touch that, he said quickly but calmly. Come, wash your hands. I spent a, a while in the chlorine keg rubbing the liquid onto my skin. So like yeah, like you touch a railing into you know, while you're doing the story. Oh. And you know, next thing you know, you rub your eye. Stick your finger in your mouth and you know suck yeah, on
2: it. Yeah, they say your eyes, your nose, and your mm-hmm. mouth is how uh this spreads.
1: Mhm. So yeah, he tested positive for that bowler. Wow. Mhm. Um. Speaking of how it spreads, um, let me see if I can find it. A lot of people want to know how does it spread exactly. Yeah, cause it's through saliva, right? Like saliva through body fluids. Yeah. Not just saliva. Uh, where when is it contagious? Only when someone is showing symptoms, which can start with vague symptoms including fever, fever, flu-like body aches, and abdominal pain, then vomiting and diarrhea. How does it spread? Through close contact with the symptomatic person's bodily fluids, such as blood, sweat, vomit, feces, urine, saliva, or semen. Semen? Those fluids must have an entry point, like a cut or a scrape. Or someone touching the nose, mouth, or eyes with contaminated hands, or being splashed. Mm-hmm. That's why healthcare workers wear protective gloves and other equipment. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, if you let them come on your face, men too. Mm-mm. That's how you get it. Uh, what about what about more casual contact? Ebola isn't airborne. If you sit next to someone on a bus, you're not exposed. Um... This is not like the flu, it's not like the measles, nor like the common cold. It's not as spreadable. It's just as infectious as it's not as as infectious as those conditions,
2: yeah, and a lot of people are afraid of this like this like they was they was showing um had had a chart on um that I was looking on Twitter was saying that more people catch the common cold and other shit than they do this right here
1: well, of course, more people catch those things.
2: Yeah, but a lot of times people don't protect themselves as often from these things as they do. Oh, everybody's doing
1: that line. right now. You right, that's what? ridiculous. You yeah. know what, though? Honestly, stop. Stop, guys, okay? Everybody knows you can die in a car accident more than Ebola. What? Everybody knows. It's, they're just panicking, dog, because, like, they worried about catching that Ebola, man.
2: Right. But Let them still- be
1: scared what the fuck is the problem was people are so like trying to calm everybody down no fuck it they're scared they're scared of isis scared of the knockout game right. people are scared I don't, yes, they are, huh? I don't know what the fuck to tell you man okay people are just some scared motherfuckers dog and you can die of a lot of shit more than that you die choking to devil you can die in a half of an inch of water you can die of course you can die we know you can die guys but this, the Ebola is still kind of a scary proposition okay it's like super disease and that always scares people okay they make movies off of it mm-hmm. books right. entire video games right. like it's, 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 yeah, this, know, this shit, is is you know shit i watch the strain every sunday mm-hmm. come on man why are we acting like these people it it you're ain't. so crazy to be scared of this yeah, it
2: ain't nothing but but a vamp a vampire form of ebola
1: mm-hmm. i'm gonna start making people when i play basketball i'm gonna start being like i got that Hold oh man don't worry you can't get it unless i sweat on you mm-hmm. So you better give me this layup.
2: Nigga, they will bounce your ass out of there so quick.
1: Did if they found me, i am be like, you got it too now. You got it too. Mm -mm. Um, Who gets tested when Ebola is suspected? Uh, Hospitals with a suspected case call their health department or the CDC to go through a checklist to determine the person's level of risk. Among the questions are whether the person reports a risky contact with a known Ebola patient, how sick they are, and whether an alternative diagnosis is more likely. Most initially suspicious cases in the U.S. haven't met the criteria for testing. So that's what I think happened when he went and they initially said, "Nah, you ain't got it." I think it's because probably like a hundred people walked in there that day. Like I got that Ebola, man.
2: Yeah, you do have dumb people where every, I, everything is whatever the next disease is. They yeah. got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I took a shit today, man, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. It, I, I, I think I got it hurt a little bit. And I yeah. think I got the Ebola.
2: Yeah, the Ebola's in my shit.
1: Yep, I think I got it. You, could, uh, I was uh. I was I was cutting some 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 fruit for uh lunch today and I kinda cut my finger. I think I got the Ebola down. <laughs> I think I got it right off that, that apple. Right, my, come on. Uh what I gotta do? Give me some AZT or something. Uh how is it clean up? The CDC says bleach and other hospital disinfectants kill Ebola. Dry viruses on the surface survives only for several hours. So there you go, guys. That's nice. Several hours? Mm-hmm now you guys know about ebola see that's why you listen to our show man y'all wouldn't have known about that ebola you wouldn't have also known about this soldier boy oh lord not hip-hop hollywood i love a hip-hop hollywood mm-hmm. soldier boy tell him has been belatedly charged with a uh, with packing heat in a car belatedly when is that not used next to a birthday um <laughs> ah! happy birthday nigga you got gun charge. Been, Sorry, I know we late, just like we was late on your birthday. <laughs> He's been charged with packing heat in a car and charge, uh, the charge is a long time coming. He was pulled over last January after cops stopped the car in which he was riding and discovered a loaded gun under the passenger seat. He was arrested on the spot, but the investigation took months. The rapper claims his neighbor was the culprit. He had borrowed the car and stashed a Smith and Wesson 38 caliber revolver under the bucket seat of his Panamera. Well, here's the thing. If your neighbor is the culprit, didn't, aren't you snitching right now
2: i guess so
3: you supposed
1: to take that charge soldier boy it ain't about that life so now he faces misdemeanor charges of unlawfully carrying a loaded firearm oh it's only misdemeanor and la car, car prosecutors, of course doing a weed charge because you know he has some weed in there too but yeah,
2: uh it ain't gonna yeah. affect him mona Mo, Mo gonna, gonna let you keep getting that check
1: listen anytime a man has tattoos on his face
2: he got them all over
1: he going to have guns and drugs and be breaking laws. What do you think he going to just go to work in the fucking accounting department? Of course not. Ah! Of course not. Um Did we cover the Nevada woman who shot her shot her um stalker as he broke into her house? Mm-mm. Okay. So this dude was stalking her um and broke into broke into her house and she had a gun. And she shot his ass as he was trying to break through the front door. Um she, the unnamed woman said she briefly dated a twenty seven year old Douglas Eugene Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Um, who tried to break into her house and kick down the front door and shit. Uh he began they only dated for like um I think it might have been a month.
2: Oh.
1: He began stalking her, sending her death threats and showing up at her house. It. she got a she got a restraining order and a concealed weapon permit, but apparently still didn't feel safe
2: she don't started mean putting a damn a,
1: thing she started putting a chair at at the front door you know so that to prevent some him from opening the door um and she reportedly shot him as he broke into her Las Vegas home at one a m september twenty sixth uh she later posted a photo of the front door with a caption describing the break in uh as i stood at the top of my stairs and fired twice hitting him in the chest i hear his scream his disbelief that i stood up to him zero to 100 in milliseconds uh jackson was treated for his injuries and faces home invasion and aggravated stalking charges good for her for shooting the man only thing is i wish she would have killed him you know what i mean because fuck him i mean he's crazy and you just never know with these types even after getting shot half to death motherfucking still might be like I'm going to fuck. I'm about to stalk her again. If right. I get out of jail,
2: right. stalk her
1: again. And shit like
2: that is where you, you possibly have to turn around and leave the town, the city, have to legally change your name and shit like that. Cause you're like, motherfucker, I don't want you finding me. Yeah.
1: I would never feel comfortable to that person was dead, but that's just me. You know what me, I mean? Yeah.
2: I I don't see how you could ever get a good night's sleep again.
1: Like I'd rather go to jail for killing a motherfucker and knowing I, when I get out, I can sleep in peace
2: i'm sorry shit i'm surprised it didn't go that way because I, I i rules here are so fucking dumb you know he, she shot him he around and sue her for some bullshit you just never know
1: Mhm. black twitter strikes again
2: <laughs> not strikes again
1: well they get blamed again right how many times is black twitter did this and it's like well didn't you really do that shit to yourself All right and, and black, and twitter, black just twitter just laughed
2: talk, right and talking about the shit because it yeah. was just happened
1: laughed and laughed and laughed a Fort Gordon, uh, Fort Gordon, Georgia. An investigation is happening in Fort Gordon after a soldier is accused of oh, tweeting out some controversial messages.
2: Oh, the video don't want to play.
1: No, I can see if I can find one that works. Um, but it might take a second. No um, problem. Uh,
2: yeah, it's funny they blame Black Twitter for shit when you like, hey, we just talking about the shit that happened,
1: but mm-hmm. so
2: we get to blame like it's our fault.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh apparently there's a soldier found dead there um oh. so that's not good um and the video the only one i see about this the video won't play um i think it's the same site so um sorry can't get it to play Can no problem um anyway so a fort gordon ga and investigators have an uh, investigation is happening and on, on fort gordon after soldiers accused of tweeting out some controversial messages The soldiers' tweets are being called racist and anti-veteran. Um, the basically the tweets was like I saw some of the tweets and they were fucked up, but it was all like shit that people just do on Twitter. Like almost everybody I follow does this from time to time, no matter what their job is. Okay, you know I probably wouldn't follow you if you never did get out of pocket. You know because that's boring. Very. Um, uh, they won't, I, this Fort Gordon won't identify the soldier. So the news people won't say her name, but she's on Twitter and it was, her name was like Bapernick, like Kaepernick, but with a B, uh, like Bapernick or Baper chick or some shit like that. And, uh, she was tweeting some reckless shit about like, you know, fuck the veterans and with, I'm not in the army cause I love my, country. I ain't in the army cause I care about my country. I don't give a F about y'all. Another one says, I don't wear my uniform anywhere except on base. Veterans, annoying. When you talk about our veterans, uh Dion Gullery said, uh, he works at the Army Legion Post. When you talk about our veterans and that, and that you have no caring for them, this and that, to me, that makes you a good candidate for ISIS. Oh, Lord. Damn. Well, that's actually what Terry Dovan said, who's a Vietnam veteran. The veterans went across seas. They died. They lost limbs and everything else. So she could have freedom of speech, said Bobby Smith, veteran-era from Vietnam, Vietnam Vietnam-era veteran. You know what, man? She's right. They're annoying. I'm annoyed by these already. Um, Post also had race, were also racially charged in response to what happened in Ferguson, Missouri. Soldier tweeted, at the Ferguson, I ain't letting not a single white soul live. Oh, Lord she probably meant that in the way that we all use it you know like oh you're just gonna let them live but these are white people writing this article so it's probably like she's gonna kill all the white people y'all
3: um
1: according to the dod's website it suggested that employees never post any sensitive information and post information as if privacy or filters filtering settings do not exist within the site's functionality sensitive information address, phone number, should be left off of social network site. Fort Gordon released a statement that reads, the Army is a values-based organization, and that comments, allegedly tweeted by a soldier, are obviously inconsistent with the values of service that we hope to instill in our service members. The Fort Gordon channel Command became aware of this issue in mid-September. We take this matter very seriously, and an inquiry is underway. While that inquiry continues, we're unable to provide any additional details. So she was on Twitter tweeting through it, Karen, Mm-hmm. like as this was all happening and people were finding out she was still tweeting like she was like fuck y'all yeah like yeah. y'all did this is black twitter fault this this is the same thing all y'all do with y'all mm-hmm. jobs and blah 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 it ain't the same boo boo meanwhile she had to delete 10 days of tweets right i don't understand how and why somebody with that kind of attitude would even be wearing military uniform. said domin smith said this is slapping the face to all veterans um they tried contacting the Soldier through Facebook, but nobody's heard back from her, her Twitter account has now been deleted. I so. bet it has. Also, she deleted her account and brought it back. I don't know what status is in now, but, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it's out there, ah, maybe it's not. She took not and brought it back. Yeah, but, yeah, she... she Chris Brown? She definitely pulled a, uh, uh, she definitely pulled uh, Chris Brown at the time. Yeah, it looks like it's gone now, or, um... Uh, yeah, I don't see it any, anymore. But yeah, it was, it was out here on these streets, man, for a while, and they ended up taking it down. But that's so fucking stupid.
2: Right, we don't got nothing to do with your ignorance.
1: Yeah, blaming, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: blaming Twitter and shit.
2: <laughs> Y'all do the same thing. Yeah, dog, we don't got government jobs
1: either. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your job is. It can happen to anybody. Right. But it ain't Twitter's fault Mm-mm. that you did that. You know. So. Uh, Oh my god, that's so good! Um uh, Brooklyn coffee shop chooses Instagram to say how much they hate Jews. Ah, oh, lovely! If you're following a coffee shop on Instagram, you're in it for the pictures, right? The steamy mugs, roasted beans, mm-hmm. maybe a tilt-shifted scone. You're probably Two cinnamon not sticks. Mm-hmm. You're probably not expecting a crazy poorly spelled anti-Semitic diatribe oh lord but uh that's what you got
2: yeah i want pictures not words i'm it's instagram bitch
1: they call jews on their uh instagram greedy infiltrators oh Mm Mm-hmm. some people use this uh which is funny though because like you're in new york what yeah yeah. you know what i mean now like you do know where you're at, right? apparently, they forgot maybe that's why they hate them so much. It's like we actually deal with them. y'all just theoretically deal with it um so yeah he uh the owner, Michael Avila, posted the same rant on Facebook took time out of posting selfies, inspirational image, micros, and the coffee pictures to post a picture of the words greedy infiltrators. And then commented with a long screed about Jews buying Bushwick and how glad he was. His neighbors didn't sell to Jews who functioned via greed and dominance. The screenshots are captured below, but we know someone who isn't being invited to for lockies this year. Um, he says Bushwick original neighborhood is a hoarder and mess true. And he refused to sell in his building for lots and lots of money. His building and treatment of it makes the hood look much less attractive. And I would like him to either clean up or move along, but not be bought by out by Jews. However, who in this case, and in many cases separate, sorry, function via greed and dominance. A layman's terms, uh, version of a story would be simply be buying buildings, cutting apartments in half, calling them luxurious and ricing them at double. I oh, assume pricing them at double. Mm-hmm. Bushwick is rising and progressing and bettering, but us contributing or just appreciating this rise and overall positive change do not want to be lumped in with greedy infiltrators. Two Jewish young men with generally rude behavior, one more than the other ordered a coffee and explained how they were looking for this neighbor of mine. I knew what was up and asked them, where are they visiting from? When asked where I'm from, I firmly and confidently said, Here, this is my neighborhood. It is where I come from. They began to lighten up and almost kiss as kiss ass a bit. I openly said, looking to buy the building. They said yes. And I explained how this man has been asked to sell for large amounts of money many times, which is true. So I said, good luck with them. Good luck with that. But if you're going to come here, you got to be nice. And if you know me, you'll know what my eyes look like. You know, when they have the look of death within them. They want, then one, they one guy smiled and they both Ooh. knew where I stood. The one who had a slightly more aggressive behavior let that go fast at our initial meeting in which I experienced my conf, they experienced my confidence. And then I in, then at the end, I gave, gave me this card and asked if I'd contact him when I see my neighbor. He said, and I quote, I'll treat you right, whatever exactly that meant. But I did say, if you come here, you have to be good. We'll see what happens from here. Wow. And then there were some comments. Bushwick coffee shop, hashtag indigo children, come of all races and are the new consciousness not victims of unhealthy ego and conditioning. Perhaps one is the young Jewish man who conversed with me at the coffee shop. I apologize if I came across as defensive. That wasn't my intention. I was simply stating my opinion on the matter. I realized I don't know what. I don't know. Okay. I guess maybe these are his responses to other people's comments. Probably. But he says, but I'm not really approving of this situation. I will be bold enough to generalize and expose that I'm very displeased with this general culture's behavior of dominance and Illuminati sensibility.
2: Hint,
1: Hint. When you learn on your own and not through what is sold to you, who exactly funded world war, one you'll learn about the people who were both used and infiltrated extremely popular word and term in this subject to then become both a mask and main puppets of what you have termed the illuminati oh my yo this dude needs some bangles and a damn dashiki Ah! this motherfucker crazy oh yeah he was serving all Kobe. I would, I could never go back here, not even oh, because, no. not just because I disagree with his sentiments. I disagree with a lot of people I would shop at. Right. I don't, I don't eat crazy people food. No, ain't that the truth? You know mm-hmm. what you putting in my coffee, man? All
2: right? No, no, no. Right. Stir it with
1: my dick. For the record, no one why? needs to be of this. What'd you say, here? I said, so you say you stir it with your dick? Mm-hmm. Say why?
2: Because, because I'm <laughs> crazy, bitch,
1: Illuminati. <laughs>
2: what sir um can i just have my moko froko chape fracky here and go
1: about my business sir and i don't need none of this if you're thinking about thinking this about jewish people i don't even want to know what you think about my black ass right <laughs> for the record no one need be of this mentality if it is unwanted it doesn't matter your your race or culture but you must be willing to accept your individuality and someone called him a bigot he said who's the bigot i mean reread what i've said Hold on. And consider different shoes to walk in for a moment. At Jan underscore Jan 40, I'm out of your bigot. I'm out of your bigot. Didn't you just almost get kicked out of your apartment because your landlord is being bigoted by Jews? Oh, dear. I'm telling the truth. I guess I'm a racist. To remove the current tenants and to sell the apartment building you live in. If the behavior I'm racing against isn't something you take part in, then obviously I'm not talking about you. Mystery action. I'm not a racist, but in fairness, this is my country and I'm entitled to feel any way I do. And I'm entitled to lawfully express myself without physically hurting or threatening anyone. Violence is a no-no, but rejecting that which you desire not to put up with is what I encourage. My problem is not actually Jews. It's the hashtags listed above. This mentality, which happens to be one of the significant amount of one of a significant amount of Jews. And even others is not good. It is not conscious. It is greed, irresponsible. It is bigotry. He's like, I'm not the bigot. You're the bigot for calling me the bigot. The bigots.
2: This coffee is bigot. Yeah. This cream is bigot. Everybody's bigot. This spoon is a goddamn bigot. You didn't know that, did you? I serve my coffee with extra cream,
1: just because.
2: And bigot on the side.
1: I don't even like my coffee white. Black. No. I don't even like it Jewish uh <laughs> a <laughs> little too brown to me just give me a cup of milk had it been another group of culture i'd say the same thing as a hispanic i'm fine calling out uh any stereotypical bs they can't let go of so he's hispanic the stereotypes I'm consciously rejected by my own self have made me a better person you know what's crazy like other than him oh yeah other than him like you know this represents a good amount of his clientele mm-hmm. you know what i mean who the fuck you think is gentrifying these neighborhoods right you know i'll sell you coffee but i'll be god if i sell you the building
0: <laughs> yeah, all the coffee
1: you can drink though please yeah. come back come again thank you thank mm-hmm. you so much
2: yes pay- paying for my overpriced coffee yes
1: Uh jan underscore jan 40 says yes very true and i'm happy that the tenants and i fought for what was right and they cannot get the building. Unbelievable. So Jan Jan actually believe is on his side now. Uh-oh. Jan was like, you know what, dog? You're right. Them Jews did try to get me up out of my apartment and I apologize. Hashtag, I'm a bigot. Not. Hashtag Illuminati influence. Hashtag divide and conquer tactic. Don't buy it. Otherwise you are also a puppet. Well, if I buy yours, am I a puppet? I'm only a puppet the other way. Anyway. I don't try to figure it out. Janine Bean says, what makes you so high and mighty, Mr. Hip Brooklyn Coffee Shop owner? Shame on you. You're racist. Um, your racist rants and Illuminati paranoia are not only stupid, but truly unwise to associate with your business. And so he says, hey, at Janine Bean's, how many roommates do you have and feel pretty happy about because you have no choice? Because cause he's saying the rent is so high. you got to have a roommate. And it's unfairly high because of the Jews, obviously, you know. They're so raising he,
2: them rates. I'll
1: put this picture in the chat. You know how them Jews do. I know what y'all are saying, ladies. Mm. Maybe I'll let him stir my brown mix. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, ladies? Anyway, how many roommates do you have and feel pretty happy about because you have no choice? Okay, now, well, forget about race. Uh if it, it, it could be any race. Is it okay for me to also do what they are doing? The only reason culture is brought up is because there is a strong history that happens to be connected to it. But it could be any race. Now if that were was that's where you disagree, fine. Disregard that part. Just rethink. Hey, add Janine Beans. How many roommates do you have and feel pretty happy about? Wait, did you say the same thing? Possibly, you know. He well, have to repeat themselves. Well, you do have a choice. Actually, I suppose the only people taking offense are those who take it personally or believe their identity is true or believe what they have strategically been conditioned to. So, um, uh, according to the response from, um, this, this Brooklyn.com site, Mm-hmm. they started posting pictures, the, wet, the coffee shop started posting pictures of Jewish people that they like. Oh. You know, it's like how you have Jewish friends. Oh, yep.
2: okay.
1: Meanwhile, on Instagram, yippee yippee Yeah, sorry about that, Nick You didn't try to take a segment. But, um, yeah, uh, most of the abortion clinics in Texas have to shut down immediately. October 2nd. There's yeah, fuck y'all. Now, only five clinics left to serve five million reproductive aged women.
2: Right, right. And, and the, the shit that pissed me off about this whole thing is that when you tell them, hey, y'all are passing laws that are affecting women and their reproductive systems and their right to. Uh, health and all that shit people want to argue you down but you go this is some bullshit because what they're trying to do is that they're trying to uh make little small rules regulations and shit like that but i should have a right to have access to these things
1: well one is basically says if you provide uh abortions you need to have like a level of care that is up to uh hospital standards like a big hospital
2: and they purposely did that because most of these places are small. Mm-hmm. But as long as you follow the rules and the guidelines that the state and government and county have, and as long as people are not dying in your care, why should it matter?
1: Um, well, the thing is, why well, I agree with you, obviously. The thing is that they're basically trying to outlaw abortion through other means like right it's the same like they're basically like the ends justify the means and whatever closes the most clinics will accept so um it was a three judge panel of the fifth circuit court of appeals they voted to uphold a restrictive texas law that would require abortion clinics to pay for millions of dollars in hospital style upgrades to remain in operation uh now other states have done this and the judges struck them down it's texas go figure right Um, according to the AP, the ruling, which took immediate effect Thursday, will have a major effect on the state. The impact of the ruling will be most felt along the Texas Mexico border and in the western half of the state, which is funny because this is one of those states too, that has issues with immigration and they don't like Latinos coming in and running shit. And, um, who has more babies than Latino people, you know?
2: Right. And, and, and this is my thing. Um, are y'all gonna take care of these children? Mm-hmm. There's gonna a lot of them. Not all of them gonna be on Wick and right. forms of assistance. You all of a sudden the birth rate is gonna skyrocket in these
1: areas. Some of these women will have to travel up to three hundred miles one way, right. and who has to get to the nearest abortion facility?
2: And who has the means to do that? If you uh, are or are, don't have the money, you don't have a vehicle or any of that shit. It's like. It, to me, it's kind of productive to ban this shit and then be like, you know what? Fuck you and all these kids that we basically are making you have because we make it so inconvenient for you to get the shit. No, we're not taking care of it. No, we're not paying for assistance. No, we're not giving you Medicaid Medicare. No, we're not giving you uh, federal assistance for any goddamn thing. You're just going to have these children no matter what. Fuck you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because people end up paying for it. They end up paying for it either way.
1: Oh, the Secret Service accidentally let a dude named who looked like Representative Donald Page Jr. backstage when President Obama was at an awards ceremony in September.
2: Hmm.
1: Yep. We got about that one. Sorry about that. Wow. Didn't mean to interrupt your thought. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. Secret problem.
1: Service fucking up again. Just forgot to throw that one in the first thing. I just saw that. But, uh, yeah, man, um, they trying to close them down. Um right. And basically – the lower judge, lower court judge had ruled that, Hey, this is more focused on stopping abortions and right. that's not what it's really about. Then the, the, the three judge panel said, nah, nah, it's not.
2: And I wonder what can they do beyond this point? Can they push it to another level? I mean, like,
1: Supreme Court? I don't right. know. Right.
2: I mean, cause it, it, it almost has to go there. You gotta be like, Hey, they can't be passing laws just to fucking shut shit down because they're against abortions. But when you
1: think about the real, effects of what they're doing though, in real life you shut them down essentially because let's say you're it takes six months to go to the supreme court and get a ruling but you had to stop operating under that time those people have moved on they found other jobs they you know you've essentially crippled a lot of people uh, a lot of uh you know a lot of the people that work there
2: right it and it just to me it doesn't make sense because you affect the women which means you're gonna have all these children if you don't want. Mm-hmm. You fake jobs because you have all these clinics that are shut down. So you got doctors, you have nurses, you have assistants, you have staff, you have all this, uh, stuff that functions around these places being open, now you have people unemployed, living in your state, it's like y- your goal of stopping abortion is bigger than the repercussions and the consequences that I connected to because you don't give a fuck because that's your only issue when the issue is bigger than that
1: mm-hmm. alright let's talk about some more news um, rapper Too Short has been cited at a Southern California airport a day after fleeing a security checkpoint when a screener found a loaded handgun in his carry on luggage. Oh. Short dog, bitch. Too short. Man. Really, my nigga? How, how, what had
3: happened?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody knows Too Short. Uh, he's the pivot ass rapper. I don't know if he, he made The Ghetto, he was on Bia Bia.
0: Yo, check this out Supreme make nigga big tap rocking with Little John, Eastside what's boys What's up, China White the Chris, Short dog Hey, tell them niggas what's, what's up dog. If you stare, get the fuck out the
3: club be, 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 a be, a
2: a be, a be a, a, a Be a, be a a, a a, a Be a, be a a, a a a a
1: Put your hands up, build them up, build them up Stop acting like a bitch and put your hands up God damn it, where you from? God damn it, motherfucker, where you from? Where you from? Where you from? God damn it, motherfucker, where you from? Represent your shit, motherfucker, fuck that clip. Say, fuck that clip. Represent, represent your, your shit. Represent, represent your, your shit. shit. Say, fuck that clip. Say, fuck that That's clip. clip. Are you, scared? You, scared? you scared? You scared? Stop, Stop acting like, like a bitch. You scared? You scared? You scared? <laughs> you scared? You scared? You scared? Stop acting like a bitch. You
2: scared?
1: A a a a a so, yeah, too short on here somewhere. I don't
2: Forgot where? Yeah, that's one of them club fight songs. Yeah, yeah, that that's like what I did. I don't know if we played this the first time, but you hear this. This is a PSA. Get your ass, pack your shit. It's time for you and your girl to go. Mm-hmm. Cause the a brawl about to break out. And too short about fifty years old. This nigga been around a long
1: ass time. How old is he? Uh, I now I gotta go look it up. You could have googled this. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Too short. Age. I could have.
2: I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. It's
1: all right. Uh too short 48 years oh, old i was two years off i knew he was around there somewhere. well oh yeah he's been making songs my whole life man like he was one of them people that in my opinion can barely rap so i couldn't get into him because like all his rap is slow as shit it was like you can tell them hoes they can suck my dick and all these people out here working the shift you like all right man my name's too short i'm bad as hell right like, all right too short calm calm down buddy but well, he has a whole lot of fucking, like, sexually explicit songs. I Always mm-hmm. talking about pimpin'. Uh He was on uh, Big's album. I think it was that. Yeah,
2: one. I said, like, we didn't hit no too short on that one. That was a
1: chorus. Well, he'd he be at the end, man. Let me, let me see if I can find. Oh, something. I see what you're saying.
2: He's normally at the end of the song. Like, yeah. yeah. That, that I,
1: was... I'll give you one. I'll tell you what song he did. Hold on. Um, that was a big ass chorus rant. What's the name of that shit? Um, oh couldn't be a better player i think is the name of it let me see if i can find this shit now this is my shit uh yeah too short was killing this shit this this is the only two short song i really 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 fucked with it's like 17 hours long um <laughs> uh but i'll see if i can get to the too short part of it since um but this is my shit right here man this is the first little Giant song i ever heard man i don't even know if it's on anybody's album that shit is just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shit. Oh, I remember this. Yes, this is my jam. Yeah, I used to play this all the time with the car. Yes. The fuck you gonna do, nigga? Yes.
2: Let the chorus play. This is my jam.
1: So what you gon' do? What when you come gon' come you What the, the fuck you, you gon' do, nigga?
0: Uh, what, the 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 gonna the what the fuck you gon' do? What you gon' do? What the fuck you gon' do, nigga? What the fuck you gon' do? What you gon' do? What the fuck you gon' do, nigga? What the fuck you gon' do? What you gon' do?
1: What the fuck you gon' do, nigga? What? What the fuck you gonna do? What you gonna do? Click, Click, motherfucker. motherfucker. And if you don't, then you you must be a buster.
0: Represent your click, motherfucker. And if you don't, then you must be a buster. Now put your middle finger up, motherfucker. Put your middle finger up, motherfucker. 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 Suck. I'm the suck. Them bowls on the suck. i suck. Get crunk, Di- mother- motherfucker. Get crunk. Get crunk, motherfucker. Get crunk. Get crunk, motherfucker. Get crunk. Get
1: crunk, motherfucker. Get drunk. Get drunk. Get drunk. Get drunk. Get drunk. Get tell them hoes what? to drop their clothes and cut some of them motherfucking V lows. Tell them hoes to drop their clothes and cut some of them motherfucking V what the fuck you gonna do, nigga? Now, I take about five minutes to get two short parts, so let me just fast forward. Oh,
2: yeah, cause th- yeah that's the book of the song right These there. He's
1: have a video for this, too.
2: What,
1: what the fuck you do? He, he started with something like, I don't give a fuck about you. What you do? What What the fuck you do? Yeah, that's like, what you gonna do fuck about your phone book
0: and all you your Chilling at the club with, with all your bitches Lying on your dick, save the drama Got my eye on your bitch hey and your baby mama, mama. could you snoozing, you know you're the rules, pimp Your is choosing, you about
1: you're to lose, lose them pimp
0: Yelling, get your ass in the car, bitch But I'm much too fast with you're this hard thing. dick Show, dog, you your brother, just can't be Your bitch and you me and fucked me,
1: then she you thank bait. me
0: I know the whole story, you ain't sorry <laughs> right, right. probably stop by and put
1: you're some work the in the night you couldn't be a better player than me even if you fuck every, every day, day of the week. week. I know you think you got it like that, but Pete. I be fucking hoes every up. day of the week. I know you couldn't be, be a better player, player than me. me.
0: Even if you rode in luxury. I know you spoke cold at free. You never could be a better
1: player oh,
0: than me. What the fuck you
1: gonna do? So that's too short for those who are not initiated. uh That is short dog. <laughs> that my jam right there Mhm. and uh like he raps like that in everything he's ever done you know um and i think niggas like him because he's just simple y- you can save all the songs with him like right like, even when i've never heard a too short song before i feel like i can finish every bar for him <laughs> yes because they're so slow and they aren't very imaginative was that, that was one of his more popular songs right there nah he's done the ghetto i think is one of his more popular songs like in the ghetto that shit um but Too short doesn't really have a lot of popular songs per se oh, okay because you can't play what he does on mainstream radio <laughs> no you can't for the most part because Too short mm-hmm. is very explicit he yeah. was on, um, I'll tell you where everybody knows him from recently. He was on, um, Money on the Floor with E-40. Okay. I don't fuck with E-40, but people might know him from that. He was on the West Coast version of Chris Brown's Loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. Anytime somebody want to talk about some hoes, you know. He know. the man to call. Yeah, he was on, um, Notorious Big on, um, Life After Death. He was on a song called uh, I think it's called The World Is Filled. The world is filled with pimps and hoes. Well, I'm just talking about those I know. Okay. That shit. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Um, nah. He had a good verse on there. Let me see if I can find that shit. Yeah. Here we go. Cause uh, you can tell he wrote. He wrote. You can tell he wrote Puff Daddy. You can tell he wrote Puff Daddy's verse too. Had all okay. this pimping shit in it. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. Anyway, I'ma I'm go straight to his verse. Let me see if I can find his.
0: Tell him when I fuck them with I dissem. Yes. That's, That's what these hoes yellin' I'ma pimp out blood. Not relay shun. Y'all do
1: drink <laughs> some, I'll replay some um uh, truck uh-huh. on don't. Uh-huh.
0: Silk and gate is fit and we go. gonna oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bitches in my lifetime, Been bless, blessed with the gift, say the right lines. If you knew the truth, they like
1: pimps. You can't let them do it to you.
0: She <laughs> ain't no sucker. And I you know, know who bitch man, man, she wanna be a pretty woman.
1: Loving a rich man.
0: Now he come, top riding. You ain't no pimp fake nigga. Stop, Stop lying. If she makes money. Stick to
1: the business. business. Think about the real motherfuckers that lived it. Street like pimp, pimp shit. Make the, make the whole respect the game. You bought her diamonds and cars Trick, That's, That's a shame. Same what you want? But, but I still figure she left because you couldn't beat like the real niggas. She was a hustle by nature. And, and you was just faker and than the average pimp. 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 Right. Bad or pimp. I'm a pimp. i too short.
0: Crazy ass man. I never would have bought that bitch, all them cars, yeah, and nigga. all that shit. You bought that hoe, man. After I heard about As women's... you can tell,
1: he, he's a very big believer in feminism and uh, equal rights. <laughs> yeah, nigga. You
0: knew the hoe. Man, I'm 30 years old, nigga. And that bitch was home when I was in ninth grade, some shit. Think about that. Make he's it Where i from, right? Shit. You're just the rest hating for hoes, man. You're just the first nigga that came along when the bitch got out the pen.
1: So yeah, uh, this nigga got um, this nigga was carrying a gun in the airport. Yeah, joining the illustrious rappers such as P.D. Pablo. Uh, yeah, in the dumbass crimes. Uh, ah! Uh, Ain't
2: Pablo the the turn your shirt, yeah, the shirt dude? Yeah, yeah
1: turn your shirt off around your head like a helicopter. He's from he's from our state. Let's never speak of it again. Um, My bad. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he was cited for misdemeanor possession of a loaded handgun in the public space. He'll be in court November the 3rd. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There you go, guys. Too short. Can't stay out of trouble. No, apparently not. Fake ass, <laughs> fake ass busters. <laughs> you live her hoe and you loved her. I just love that West Coast accent, man. Me too. That shit's so good, man. Oh, I wish I had like a person that talked like that that came on the show. Uh- <laughs> I'm
2: about to say we probably could get some. Get with that nah, accent. it's got
1: to now. Somebody will just be faking it for the whole show. No,
2: no, 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 no. I'm talking about somebody authentic,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben Affleck got into it with Bill Maher, um, uh, over Bill Maher's uh commentary about Muslims. Again, you know, he's does not like the Muslims. Uh, Does not like Islam as a religion Um, Doesn't like any religion really, but in particular he's very hard on uh, Islam And so they got into it and Ben Affleck called him like racist So the other thing
5: we want to talk about of course is that you and I
1: I wouldn't play this whole clip, but it's ten minutes I'll play as much as I can Because you know obviously ten minutes is a long time. Mm -hmm. I've been trying
5: to make the case I think I have anyway that Liberals need to stand up for liberal principles. This is what I said on last week's show. Obviously, I got a lot of hate for it But all I'm saying is that liberal principles like freedom of speech freedom to practice any religion you want without fear of violence Mm. freedom to leave a religion equality for women uh, equality for minorities including homosexuals. These are liberal principles that liberals applaud for but then when you say, in the Muslim world, this is what's lacking, then they get upset.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, liberals uh, have really failed on the topic of theocracy. They, they, they'll, they'll criticize white theocracy. They'll criticize right. Christians. They'll still get agitated over the abortion clinic bombing that happened in 1984. But when, when you want to talk about the treatment of women and homosexuals and free thinkers and, and public intellectuals in the Muslim world... Uh, I would argue that li- liberals have failed us. And uh, the crucial point of confusion. Uh, yes, yeah, well, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. God you're here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the crucial point of confusion is that, that we have been sold this meme of Islamophobia where every criticism of the doctrine of Islam gets conflated with bigotry toward Muslims as people. Right. And that is uh, it's, it's intellectually ridiculous. <laughs> so, even it gets so, hold on. Are phrases. you the
5: person who understands the officially codified doctrine of
6: Islam? You're the uh, interpreter well, of that, well, so well, you can say, well, I, this I'm, is... I I think actually, any, I'm actually well-educated on this topic. I'm, because, I'm asking you,
5: so I mean, you're, you're, saying you're saying, if I criticize the... You're saying that Islamophobia is not a real thing. That if you're
6: critical of something... It, well,
5: it's not a real thing when we do it. Right.
6: Well, <laughs> well no, it no, really no, is I'm not denying like, that, that certain people are bigoted against Muslims as people. That's, right. And that's a that's problem. big of you. But the... But why we ha- are you we so hostile to, about this it's gross. It's racist. It's not. But it's so
1: not... is annoyed as shit... Yeah, his tone. It's like he was waiting on this segment to be like, nah, dawg, come
5: on. So it's like saying so those So not your shifty Jew. You're not listening Absolutely to not. what well, we are saying. You guys are saying, if you want to be liberals, believe in liberal principles. Right. Like freedom of speech.
6: Like, right. um, you know, we are endowed by our uh, forefathers with an inalienable eyes. Like all men are created No. Evil. Ben, we have to be able to criticize bad ideas. And of course we Islam, do. No liberal doesn't okay, want to okay. criticize bad but ideas. But Islam Why moment is the motherload of bad ideas. Jesus. So we have ideas like blasphemy. It is a, an ugly apostasy. It is some basic liberal let me unpack it. Let me but not for, for intolerance. No, of course not, but the picture you're painting is, to some extent, true, but is hugely incomplete. It is certainly true that plenty of fanatics and jihadis are Muslim, but the people who are standing up to them, Malala, uh, incredible Malala's Muhammad Ali uh, Dadak in, in Iran, in prison for nine years, speaking up for Christians, uh, a friend that I had in Pakistan who was shot this year, uh, Rashid Rahman, for defending... People accused of apostasy. Okay, but no, Or how about the no, more no, than a billion those, people those who are aren't fanatical, mind. who don't punish well, women, think, who just want to go to school? Okay, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second.
5: Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second. 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 Wait a don't hold these pernicious beliefs. No, I wouldn't. Well, well, they don't. That's just not true, Ben. That's just not ben. true.
6: Can, can I can you, I just express can how, how breaks down? The, in the, the, I, I leave the, the leave idea yeah. you haven't even. The, the, it. The,
5: you're, you're trying to say that these few people—that's all the problem—is these few bad apples. The idea that someone should be killed if they leave ma- the Islamic—that's horrible. That's okay. horrible. That, that wait, wait. That, that but wait, you're saying that the idea that someone should be killed if they leave the Islamic religion is just a few bad apples? The people who would actually believe in an act that you murder somebody if they are yes. Islam yes. is not the majority of Muslims at all. Oh my my okay,
6: friend. but is is it, it, let me, let me we, break you, this you
1: down you, for you. That's the thing, man. You throw that question mark on the end of a statement like that. It's a very fucked up uh, uh, statement to even make it some, like they, obviously these motherfuckers would kill anybody that decided to leave the religion. And it's like, yeah, but question mark, but question mark statements. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I think it's that thing too where, um, uh, Bill Maher is uh one of those atheists that is very uh has a lot of animosity towards religion. Not that um I don't understand or whatever, but it's uh, it's to that level where it does skip over the people that don't really um participate in this shit.
2: Right. And everything is an extreme to him.
1: Yeah, where and, it's just and, like and, well obviously every Everybody that's Christian believes this. Everybody that's right. Muslim believes this. Right. Maybe I could understand being like, I want people to speak out more that don't believe these things. I want people to um organize more. But that's kind of life in general where, mm-hmm. you know, in America, if you poll people, most people don't care about same-sex marriage uh, or they're for it. But if you actually go put it on a ballot, it comes out way closer to 50-50 if not losing. You know, um, because it does seem people motivated by hate are the more vocal and more motivated people mm-hmm. in any group. Yeah, you know? but they
2: don't represent everything. And I think that was Ben's point. He was like, y'all making these blanket statements. But he was saying most of these people don't believe this shit. They're not out here right. killing and all this stuff. But you're making a statement like uh, everybody in the group is doing these things when that's not well, true. Also,
1: like a lot of stuff falls, gets pushed into the religion category that isn't really about religion right you could have an atheist country that doesn't really treat their women well you could have a country like america that has issues with the way we treat women you can right, like it it doesn't necessarily need to be attributed to a religion Mm -mm. um although you know i do agree a lot of stuff in religion is the root of why people um like it's where people run to hide their bigotry correct so it's like look I don't like gay people got to be something in this book about it. I don't think women should be able to tell me what to do. Got to be something in the book about it, you know, but I think you can find those things in almost all those books. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can find a reason to hide your own uncomfortableness with whatever topic or group of people via the book, you know, but one of the reasons now a lot of people been shitting on bill because They don't agree with them and that's fine. I don't necessarily agree with them either, but um one of the things i love about his show is that they can talk about that like that's why his show is better than all the other shows that's why i watch his show and i don't watch all these other shows because that's a topic that you really couldn't even talk about somewhere else
2: and yeah, that's true that's true. um
1: and i do want to hear shows where they talk about that kind of shit because i'm tired of there being issues that like you know it's just we all agree on this right let's just bring on a panel of people that agree
3: and that's i kind of like the
1: idea of a little bit of cussing a little bit of disagreement and a little bit of um pushback you know so anyway I, everybody's been going in on that i just wanted to play that clip there's more to it but i don't feel like playing it at all um here's what's crazy let's talk about some rape karen okay a lot of rape going on there's a missing white woman in uh Virginia okay so it became really big news and i remember during the hunt they i mean they were finding like video of everywhere she went drunk and all this stuff and um at one point a guy a white dude said he tried to help her get to a car because she looked so drunk and then she came she walked up to a black dude and he thought they were friends because they were talking or something uh and then um the he left because he's like okay she must be with a friend or okay, something safe hands. Or yeah maybe he was intimidated whatever it was he left um and i remember being like i hope this isn't another case of this white dude was the one who really did something and then a black dude came along and he was like uh yeah it was the black dude right you know what i mean like i was just mm-hmm. hope i'm like please don't be another one of these mysterious unidentified black man did did the crime for real but we'll never see him you know (laughs) you know like don't let this just be racism right well come to find out apparently jesse leroy matthew jr has a history of sexual assault accusations oh um they continue to be pieced together as they search as at the search for the missing university of virginia student hannah graham extends to his third week he was accused of sexually assault, of sexual assault during his time as a student and a football player at Christopher Newport University in 2003. Shit. That's in addition to a sexual assault accusation filed against him when he was a student and a football player at Liberty University. Two thousand two. Those sexual assault accusations are now coupled with new forensic evidence announced earlier this week that links him to the 20-year-old Virginia Tech student Morgan Harrington, who went missing from the University of Virginia campus in 2009 and whose body was found three months later, buried on a farm no charges were filed in both of those campus sexual assault allegations Man, according these to are the, just the ones we know about imagine ones we don't know about according to the virginia power the sexual assault of the cnu campus allegedly took place five days before he left the school students don't usually leave the school in the mo- second month of the semester or leave the football team within a month said Lori jacobs director of public relations for cnu the university is fully cooperating with law enforcement agencies matthews uh, Matthew also left Liberty University soon after sexual alle- assault allegations were filed against him. There, so wow, dude seems like a serial rapist. Yes, sir. Graham has been missing since September 13th. Albemarle County police told Pilot that they would start using drones in their search for the 18-year-old. His bond hearing for an, uh, for an abduction with intent to defile charge is scheduled December 4th.
2: Yeah, they gonna find drone search. They go. They're like, we gonna find you, white woman. Yep,
1: still have no idea where she's at, man. But man, this dude's serial rapist because it seems like no school really treated the shit seriously. He just kind of went free to rape again. Apparently so. Until uh till this shit happened, but um yeah, abducting white women in Virginia. They, I couldn't believe that was a brother. I'm like, man, that's hard right here in Virginia. You we don't we don't been through Virginia. You can get arrested up there just for being black this dude is what dude got a death wish or some shit a mile over the speed limit that you. so yes um all right uh have you ever heard of alt lit alt literature Mm -mm. alternative literature is like um hipster scene of uh like Mm. people writing a lot about you know the internet and their focus on their feelings millennials do it am i sure i want any of this uh, probably not, but we're going to do it anyway. Okay. Cause this shit, this story has been growing for a week and it's insane to me. Okay. Um, f- apparently Brooklyn's hip young lit scene, um, Brooklyn must mm-hmm. be infiltrated by those filthy Jews, Karen. Apparently so. Drinking all the coffee and the Illuminati hashtag.
3: Yes.
1: Um, lit scene might not be any less toxic for women than well anywhere else according to a series of essays published this week accusing a young prominent young editor of sexual assault what's crazy is um you know this kind of reminds me of that thing about mactivism have you ever heard of mactivism Mm
3: -mm.
1: it's like men who become quote-unquote activists but they're really just using it as a way to sleep with women so it's like (gasps) oh i i support my allies the feminists, uh blah 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 but really that just is not more misogynistic than a lot of other men and yeah they,
2: they just know that's where the women is so right. they're trying to fuck and they you know. know if they
1: say the right things it'll get women in the bed with them and shit well they're kind of saying that that's kind of what the alt lit scene is um the scandal now a hot topic across social media platforms on which the alt lit scene thrives kicked off this weekend when 20 year old writer sophia katz published an essay on medium about an alt lit magazine editor who she claims sexually abused her While Katz doesn't name the editor in the piece, she uses the pseudonym Stan. Other writers who have said that Katz was writing about Stephen Tully Dirks, the uh, Dirks, I guess Dirks, the 29-year-old editor of the outlet pop magazine Pop Serial. I don't even know why people use pseudonyms when they talk about this stuff. Sometimes, because it's like if there's only one answer, we're gonna know. And the internet's too big now to to not know. They're going to know, Oh, you worked here at this place and this is the guy that did it. And because people want justice or people are just nosy, they're going to find out. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, pop Serial is influential in the close knit outlet scene. Uh, Tao Lin designed his latest issue cover. Okay. I don't know why that matters. Uh, And Dukes is one of its boy Kings. In fact, which Katz writes in her essay makes it easy for him to prey upon young girls. Katz, who's based in Toronto, said, that's the lady, says that when she visited New York last May to make career connections, he gave her a place to stay and then coerced her repeatedly into having sex with her, sex with him. After she published her story and other women came forward to corroborate and add to her allegations, uh, the guy, Dirks, deleted his Twitter account and announced on Facebook he was leaving public life. Well, that doesn't make you look guilty. Right. Alt Lit, which is short for alternative liter- literature, is the name given to a community of writers, most physically based in Brooklyn but spiritually located online, who take as their inspiration the subject matter, uh the internet and internet culture. Um hip, youthful, awkward, and co- uncomfortably self aware as participants, Derek's Alt literature gossip uh editor Frank Hinton Another Noah Cicero and poet Pete Regenbuck, Raggenbuck to name a few, are all twenty-something, fluent in Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and other social platforms, which they use to self-publish and self-promote. Its members, the poet Kenneth Goldsmith wrote of the New Yorker on the New Yorker's website last year, have produced a body of distinctive literature marked by direct speech, expression of aching desire, and wide-eyed sincerity. Um, I put the guy's picture in the um, chat, buddy he has that hipster he looks like a character that um joaquin no uh joaquin jo- 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 joaquin phoenix would play in a movie for for people out there um so yes she writes in her essay that he's creepy self-deprecating but self-assessed brooklyn dude who constantly proclaims how much he loves women but then he treats them like objects here she describes how he invited her to stay with him in may He invited Stan. Invited me to stay at his place after we had exchanged emails for about one week. He explained that there would be three other people staying in his apartment at the same time. I'll be there, and that I was welcome to sleep in his bed if I would if I would be comfortable with that. Ha ha. I'm down. He continued, but if I wasn't, I might want to find a different place. Now, see, I don't think that's fucked up because I feel like he's saying. Hey, if you want to sleep with me, you can stay here. But if you don't, 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 don't come. Right. Right. Now, I think that's the polite way of saying that, you know.
2: Right. Instead, without of being
1: like cold blooded.
2: If you ain't get up no pussy, you need to go on somewhere else.
1: Right. That's basically what he's saying there. Um. But she said, "I'll bring a sleeping bag, and I don't mind sleeping on the floor." He didn't get the hint. Now, see, that's when he should have said, "Okay, then no." Right. You know what right. I mean? Like that's your dick is taking over right there. You knew what she meant by that. But he's, you know, didn't get the hint, quote unquote, over the because cool, he's probably thinking, oh, I could talk her into it. She's at mm-hmm. least staying in the room, maybe blah blah blah. Uh, but yeah, he would take her to readings and assure her that we don't have to do anything, and then voicelessly grope her when the night lights went out where she describes their first sexual encounter. She says, that evening, we were in his room, sitting on his bed. He began kissing me. I had no interest in making out with him or having sex with him, but had a feeling that that it would turn into an ordeal if I rejected him. I knew I had nowhere else to stay, and if I upset him, I might be forced to leave. Suddenly, I heard the lock on the apartment door click, and all four of his roommates entered. Wait, Stan, we can't. Everyone just got home. They were definitely here, I said, hoping this was a way out. No, they won't. It's fine. Let's keep going. No, I think they will. I really don't want to. If your roommates are home, we really shouldn't. No, it's fine. We should. We should. Let's keep going. Stan, please. Can we just do this later? Your walls are really thin. I felt tears welling up in my eyes. I tried to dissolve them. I didn't want to do it later. I didn't want to do it ever. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wanted to leave, but I was trapped with him in his tiny, dimly lit room. No, we should keep going. Let's keep going. He got on top of me. I began to relinquish control. Wait, aren't you going to use a condom, I asked. Oh, come on, please don't make me do that. Stan, I really, really think you should use a condom. Please use a condom. I'm clean. Are you? He he questioned. Yes, but it doesn't matter. Please come on. It's fine, Sophie. Come on. We don't need one. I hate condoms. And she said, I realized there was no way for me to win. So, like, and you already know, like, she's got to be blaming herself partially or feeling like... Now I have less of a case cause I, I did ask him to put a condom on. So now people looking at this going to be like, well, it wasn't rape, rape. You didn't get punched in the face. You didn't jump out of a bush. you didn't, you know, uh, try to kill you. So therefore, you know, it's, it's on you. You were staying there. You knew that blah, blah, blah. Like you can already feel mm-hmm. the, feel that building up. Like somehow it's on her. You know what I mean? Like right. there's no way you could be like, yeah, well, yeah. when she said no, that should That been, should be the end of this whole discussion. Right.
2: Everybody act like it has to be this altercation. I got to punch him. He got to punch me. You know, everybody act like every rape is a cat fight. But that's not always every rape.
1: Yeah. After Cats published a story, Duke's former friend, roommate, and fellow writer Sarah Jean Alexander came forward on Tumblr to corroborate Cats and identify Stan. She called what happened to Cats rape and wrote, we shouldn't be afraid to discuss this publicly when sophia has been brave enough to call out her abuser in the community where he has immense support and friendship stephen tully dirks should not be shielded because he is or was our friend we should hold our friends as accountable as we hold everyone else alexander's post was shared by outlet gossip on tumblr soon after an anonymous 18 year old woman came forward with a similar story to cats in which dirks allegedly invited her to stay went to uh, invited her to a reading Got her drunk, took her back to his apartment after she asked to be dropped off at hers. When she tried to go to sleep, she says he didn't let her. I left my jacket on in hopes that he it would send a clear message that I wasn't comfortable removing any clothing in his presence at all. But he asked me over and over if he could take it and hang it up for me. Eventually, I agreed just so he stopped talking. Steven kicked off his shoes, lowered himself onto his bed, and crawled over to me. He began caressing my arm, pressing his mouth against mine. With feverish urgency, I protested, but I immediately it immediately became clear that my attempts were futile. I lay still, stared at the ceiling as he groped and fondled me. Eventually, as Sophia did, in her story, I began to do things that I thought would make him finish faster. He used my body off and on all night until he fell asleep. Wow. Yep, so there's no way, like, there's... This is one of the reasons, also, I'm like, people shouldn't be getting all fucked up and drunk and having sex. Because even if he's like, well, shit, I was fucked up. We was drunk. We hooked up. I mean, what's the problem? like, would you want to read that shit the next day about somebody you had sex with? Right. That's not how I want to feel about people I have sex with. So he went on Facebook and put, I feel very bad about what happened between Sophia Katz and me. And I want to apologize to her though. I don't expect it to make it any better. I have very poor judgment. I didn't make the right choices and I have to hurt. I've hurt another person negatively, negatively affected others. And for that, I feel awful. I would have never intentionally had non-consensual sex with anyone. I do not wish to hurt anyone or make anyone uncomfortable, sad, or in pain during the experience. I did not think that that was what was happening because consent seemed to have been given. Well, if. Honestly, dog, if you had to do all that, right, if you, if, right. if, if
2: you had to jump all them goddamn hoops for some fucking pussy, the answer was no.
1: Like, do, how did you ever feel comfortable? Like, oh yeah, she clearly gave consent Yeah, you Right.
2: Know. Cause she didn't punch you in the face. She didn't yeah. scratch you up. She didn't scream. She didn't kick. Like, you know what I'm saying, it's just one of those things where if as a woman, if you say, "Fuck it, let's just get this over with because obviously you're going to you're going to overpower me," it's consent on her end.
1: Uh, I clearly gravely misread the situation and Sophia's actions were in silence. I am horrified and dismayed obviously to read this piece and find out how she felt about the thought and thought about the events. I don't want to be defensive. And see, the other thing too is that she's had disrespect to for you trusted you there's a lot of level of shock there too right? and then still she after even after that i have no place to go so where am i supposed to leave now so to live on the street i'm from and, a whole another country you know
2: right and that's probably part of it you go you go after women who you know Without you, there, there's nowhere, they don't have family, they don't have friends. They're dependent on you. Right. Versus somebody who's like, fuck you, nigga, I can go back home.
1: Right. You abuse that trust. So they don't have very much recourse. And then you have a certain status in the community where you, you know, they, you know that you can use that kind of sway, you know. Right. Anyway, uh, I don't want to be defensive. What I did was very bad and um regardless of my intentions the outcome is the same Sophia's feelings and experience are much more important than mine in this situation i feel like even in this he's still kind of doing the mactivism thing but okay yes out of horror at what has happened out of dismay at what writing editing a magazine and participating in this social group and moreover being a straight white male who clearly has taken in the toxicity of the societal patriarchal structure has led me to an incident I deeply regret and plan to cease running my magazine, cease pursuing public writing career and reflect deeply on how I let this horrible thing happen. He's probably just like, I'm just don't want to go to jail. Come on now. At this point, you know what I mean? This is I how can I just say what I have to for people to not try to pursue a legal case against me.
2: And they should because not only her, you have someone else and what about the women who went back home to their own countries who you know, just never want to come out because of the shame and feeling like it's their fault and, you know, just how culture, uh society views uh, sex on women, period. But especially rape, everything mm. is automatically the victim's fault, regardless if it's male or female. So, yeah, dog, you are a serial rapist.
1: I apologize once again to Sophia, to anyone I have distressed or hurt, I am ashamed. Hope to be only positive, cautious, loving presence in the lives of those people I may continue to know. He only got four likes, so after six hours, so wasn't a lot of people. Mm-mm. To a lot hop of people sending on that. that one. Um, so yeah, in the wake of public accusations, a number of outlet writers uh on Twitter and Tumblr have come forward claiming they've known all about the bad behavior and the pop serial crowd—straight white guys who talk about gender equality but act like pigs. Gabriel Miranda says, "I always knew Stephen Tyler Dukes was a garbage literary man." Uh. She so said, I remember that I criticized him too, and nothing happened. He just waved his he just hand waved it as how I grew up. And someone said, Let's see, to his defense, plus to his defense, and to his defense, y'all owe South, Safi Hallen Farrah an apology and or expression of gratitude. Want to remind you guys that Safi Holland Farah wrote about Stephen Tully Dirk's shitty racism, sexism, um, fanzine 10 months ago, and everyone came. Uh, plus, I guess, came at her or something. Uh, Another woman says, not surprised about Stephen Tully Dirks. Glad people are speaking up without trying to hide things, save reps via fictional pieces. Oh, so people were, like, writing about it, but then being like, it's all fiction. (gasps) His name is Stan Dirks. Oh, okay, so people were literally writing about
2: all these assaults, but putting fake names and all that shit uh, on it just so people won't be looking at him.
1: Yeah, another woman said, Safi Hallett DeFerra said, last tweet on this for a long time, I promise, but Edward Champion and Steven T. Dirks are down. Hundreds of bad lit dudes to go girl power. And now now from my understanding, they've created like a, a female girl power group for outlet, like female outlet, because now the outlet scene is kind of dead. Uh, Steve, and Steven T. Dierks said,
2: hey, we can't get no pussy no more.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, and then his, and then he, and then he tweeted after all this shit came out, confuses me when people cold shoulder shoulder me at party because I'm hot as fuck and like mad cool. I don't, I don't know. Did I miss something? Yeah, wow. the uh,
2: <laughs> wow, uh, uh, you
1: got after accused all that. of
2: rape. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so the bitches not on me, no I'm on no, cause they don't want to get raped.
1: Another dude got accused um of rape too in the outlet scene uh you know Stephen tully Dugs was one but now a young man has accused Tao lin to do who wrote the who drew the uh illustration for the cover mm-hmm. of the last um uh whatever that magazine was mm-hmm. um i already forgot the name of it because i don't read that shit but um he uh got accused of raping a 16 year old oh oh he denies the allegation he says he's retaining the lawyer to dispute the alleg- accusation uh, another writer and artist, Stephen Mc- Michael McDowell, has said that he considers himself a rapist, a sex offender, and a predator. Oh my. So it looks like all these dudes out here just raping the shit out of people.
2: Right? They just know it's it, it the 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 atmosphere is conducive to a lot of women, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hey, it's women. How can I go in and pretend to be her friend, let her put all her guards down, or set a situation where she's dependent on me, and then just fuck these bitches, basically."
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, for caps to att- increase attention on the rape in the community, outlet writer Sarah Woods found and promoted tweets from E.R. Kennedy on Tumblr accusing Lynn of rape. Kennedy, a female-to-male trans person, dated Lynn when he was 16 and Lynn was 22. He went by Ellen then. Kennedy says Lynn raped him, was abusive, and stole his emails at work to write his 2010 novel, Richard Yates. Tal is a rapist was a hashtag when I'm six, when I was 16 Lynn made me feel worthless and suicidal when I was 16 Tao Lin drove me in my mother's car to different stores to shoplift things to sell on eBay so he could pay his rent and bills when mm. I was 16 Talon told me if I didn't like if I didn't wear a dress every day it meant I didn't like him as much when I was 16 Tal demanded I write a certain amount of writing emails and take a certain amount of pictures to him daily uh, when I was 16, Thailand made me write out how I felt as a lover every day through cognitive behavioral therapy. When I was 16, Thailand fucked me in my parents' house in my parents' bed. When I was 16, mm. he accused me of binge eating, and I, after I ate 300 calories of plain soybean pasta in one sitting. When I was 16, he threatened to break up with me if I weighed over 125 pounds. Now, seven years later, I'm still struggling to find a voice, still struggling to see any point in returning. What used to be my greatest escape writing instantly became my worst nightmare once Thailand broke up with me. Every day I see you fucking monkeys support Thailand, support the man who raped me and stole from me and feel alienated and excluded. Thailand literally copied and pasted my emails into his novel. He took credit for my words, for my painful memories, for my story. Damn. And that Twitter is at along with the TV. Um Kendi has since deleted the tweets and tweeted, do not blog about my tweets. This is my problem. Well, that's certainly not the way to handle it. That's mm-hmm. not how people are doing it. Right. Lynn patently denies these allegations in an email to Gawker. He wrote the allegations, which should be stated as statutory rape allegations, not rape allegations are false. Uh <laughs> I like how he's like, I would like to clarify. It was statutory. Okay. Not rape, rape, not rape, rape. I didn't just jump out the bushes on him. I just coerced a 16 year old and fucking me ah. anyway. So I'm taking this seriously. I've been advised to get a lawyer, which I've been doing today, and you'll probably hear you'll probably hear from them. When I asked if he asked Kennedy to delete his tweets, he responded, she asked me which ones I thought were inaccurate, and I told her. Kennedy also tweeted this. Ty was threatening to sue me for character defamation. Again, Ty wants me to make it clear that he is a statutory rapist, not a real rapist. Question mark. Lynn also sent something he posted on Facebook, which further explains the side of the Story. Yes, I had consensual sex with Ellen in her parents house in Pennsylvania in her parents bedroom as she tweeted when I was sick, 22 when she was 16. No, that is not statutory rape, let alone rape. So no, I did not rape and steal from her. Wait, is it legal?
2: You, you admitted to having sex six, with a 16 year old.
1: 16 might be legal in that state. Remember, there's a lot of states where okay. this shit is like that. Okay. We were in a relationship that had problems about using her emails from my book. I talked to her about it during the writing of Richard Yates' book. She is referenced in 2006, 2008, and she read it something like a year before it was released in 2010. I made sure, my publisher made sure, I made sure she was okay with what I was writing about, and I said I wouldn't write anything she didn't want me to write about. She has also written about our experiences. I've often felt very close to her in view in our views of life and fiction. We continue communicating regularly from time to time. Uh, from the time I met her in 2006 to 2014. Though our romantic relationship which I think I value more than anything else at the time ended sometime in 2007. I published her poetry book. We co-wrote things together. Talked as to friends in emails a few months ago at Moo Moo House. Funded her trip to a poetry reading in Boston. And before we emailed about the ebook edition of her book for examples of things we email about some sometimes she has lashed out against me when afterwards then afterwards apologize saying she didn't remember lashing out i understand this behavior from someone who has experienced my shitty but not in terms of ellen illegal shoplifting batteries is illegal i know behavior as a shitty person in a relationship i try to be open about my negatives as a person and examine these negatives for example in richard gates and in other writing because ellen now but not in the past seems affected by the fact that i wrote about our experience and to be in need financially and to suspect i am profiting off her based on her tweets i offer her in an email today all the royalties to richard yates or to never mention it and ask melville house to stop printing selling it if that's possible at all saying i care more about her person than a book (laughs) i like how he's putting that out there for everybody I hope not to involve, I'm such a good guy, y'all. Hope not to involve everyone reading this on this, but, and to not reveal all this stuff to strangers in this context, partly because I think it's unproductive for everyone involved in the world generally. But, yeah, you guys get a like. But since you were asked, the reporters have mailed, have emailed me about it, and it seems like it's going to be written about and create a massive shitstorm forever, linking me to the term rapist, probably in the minds of most people who skim my articles. Also, this or have, about this or have seen or heard about this pundle post, I felt it was appropriate to type this paragraph here. In the other email, he added, I've not seen Elton in person for five years, but we've been friends and have emailed regularly until her recent bipolar episode, after which she lashed out against me online. Similar things have happened before, not involving me and involving me around times that she has gone to a hospital. I recommend seeing the context for this with Elton's other tweets. Friends have told me how serious false rape allegations are and how it can affect everyone involved directly for the rest of our lives. I'm guessing my lawyer will have more to say than I should. And I should leave it here for this email. He's the scene's most famous writer and the accusations against him have gotten the most press, but he's just one member of the a divided, angry community. So man, that's crazy. Like all these people. Um, so who knows? And then the thing is like, in the writing world there's so few females period that mm-hmm. even get a chance right that there's gonna you know the the odds of it being a boys club pretty high
2: i guarantee to you
1: you know um but yeah the word on the street is now these ladies are forming their own like groups um so let's uh, i just thought that was crazy because i was following that story slightly and then like every day just more crazy shit was happening out there you know and if you're a man's rights advocate um don't don't write the show about this I actually gave money to the boy scouts this morning so I feel like we sure did yeah I feel like we should be absolved from anything you want to write right now just stop typing the email okay about how it's all a conspiracy and it wasn't right right okay let's talk about <laughs> our games Karen it's time to get back to fun stuff fucking with black people oh wait this isn't fun uh anyway <laughs> fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate but we love it too it's fucking with black people we read articles from around the globe and give them zero to a hundred and fucking with black people today's attachment still a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> um thug kitchen have you heard of this karen oh do i even want to know TheRude.com wrote an article about Thug Kitchen, which some people agree with, some people don't. Is the food thugging? Um, what do you mean? Thug Thug
2: Kitchen is the food thugging, like the like the kitchen.
1: I don't know if the food is thugging. Um, I think it's like basically people that write about um um. They write about food recipes, healthy recipes and stuff. Okay.
2: So I don't go eat my food and they will be like, Hey, Buster.
1: It has cussing in it.
2: Oh, cussing in it. So, what? So yes. what, uh, fuck you meatloaf?
1: What's well, that? Sign the fuck up on thugkitchen.com. Get an account. Save your favorite Smack recipes. Smack a bitch fried chicken. Save your fa- favorite recipes about the latest shit. Um, you know, uh, they have a cookbook coming out. Uh, it has a trailer for the cookbook. Okay. You, um,
2: I'm about to say, can you play it?
1: Yeah, I can play it for you. Um, it's all white people in the trailer, in case you're wondering. People that might have an issue with that.
4: At my age, I should know better. I try and do the best I can to manage things like my high cholesterol. But nothing ever seemed to work. So I went to see my doctor. And he told me I might be suffering from a condition that affects lots of people today. Not giving a fuck about what I eat. That's when I found out about the Thug Kitchen Cookbook. It's full of delicious plant-based recipes that really inspired me to get my shit together, start eating some real fucking food, and now I'm feeling better than ever.
0: Who are you? I remember a time when I thought my kids got enough nutrition from that prepackaged bullshit I'd buy at the store. I was such a lazy fucking asshole. Now that I've got the Thug Kitchen Cookbook, I don't play that shit anymore. I love to cook good food, but
4: who has the fucking time to hunt down a dozen exotic ingredients just to eat better? Not at my age. Thug Kitchen helps me cut through the bullshit with language that I can understand. If you or someone you love suffers from chronic drive-thru dinners, meat sweats, gut rot, sugar shakes, or just want to get your shit together, see if the Thug Kitchen cookbook is right for you. Thug Kitchen is not for everyone including people who might be offended by words like ass, shit, fuck, or motherfucker. Some side effects may include feeling better, looking fly as fuck, saving some goddamn money, and in some cases, increased culinary competence that could lead to becoming a skilled son of a bitch in the kitchen. So find out today if the Thug Kitchen Cookbook is right for you. You'll be fucking glad you did. What are you doing here? Get out! Right, shut oh, home. Home. Get her. oh, I'm still here! She's calling your mother!
3: God, you fucking kids. All you people fucking suck. <laughs>
1: All right, so that's the advertiser for it.
2: <laughs>
1: As you can see, very offensive to black people. She can tell from Karen's laugh.
2: <laughs> uh, what, what, what? What? Oh, uh, can you give us up a little of a recipe? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, you bet your ass. Those are nectarines in there, and this is like some type of pasta salad. It seems late summer tomato nectarine pasta. Summer is winding down, but there's still some sweet produce left out there. Go grab some goddamn nectarines and make this pasta while you still can before all pumpkin everything season starts. Um, Then it says, uh, gives you the ingredients, which have no cuss words in them. Then it says, cook the pasta according to package direction or your instincts, whatever the fuck you normally do. (laughs) Measure out your pasta water like we tell you below and set that shit aside. While your pasta is cooking, grab a large skillet or wok and warm it up over medium heat. Add the oil. Throw in there cherry tomatoes and cook those little fuckers until they start to shrivel up a bit, about 4 to 5 minutes. Add the nectarines, garlic, and salt and cook for another minute more just to warm up the nectarines. Yeah, garlic and nectarines. Calm the fuck down and just trust the method. Now turn off the heat. Ah. Add the lemon juice and balsamic vinegar. Then toss it in the pasta. Start mixing that shit up as you add in the pasta water. Fold in the basil and taste. Add more lemon juice, vinegar, basil, and salt. Uh You know what you want. Get the flavors right by you. Serve right away with some extra basil on the top so it looks legit as fuck. If you end up with leftovers, you can also enjoy this motherfucker cold. It's damn delicious and involves no effort. Spaghetti or angel hair is best whole wheat great if you roll like that no this isn't some weird fancy shit you buy at the store right before your pasta is done cooking take a metal measuring cup and scoop out some of that water right out of the pot and set it aside all the starch in the water is great for filling out a little light sauce so you don't have to add a shitload of oil you're fucking welcome for that trick that's a that's the recipe um now cut to the root why is the root writing about this okay uh, they got a book deal, so uh, Aika, Ay- uh, wait, Akia Dixon. Sorry about that. Akia Dixon wrote this. When I first clicked the recipes on Thug Kitchen, a tongue-in-cheek vegan cooking blog served up with a heap inside of expletives, I imagined the calorie-conscious, gangly young black man who's particularly vehement about cutting about clean eating, insistently tapping recipes onto his blog while dead prayers reverberates in the background. He has a good eye, too, as he compliments such recipes as roasted roasted Brussels sprouts with quinoa uh, as motherfucking cranberry and motherfucking cranberries with Pinterest worthy pics and the tagline eat like you give a fuck. With African-Americans especially plagued by obesity and the accompanying stressors and diseases, it was a refreshing idea that a young black man would be the purveyor of not just healthy eating, but vegan cuisine at that. A leap that some health conscious folks might find it difficult to make might find difficult to make given the restrictions on eggs and dairy in addition to meats. More auntie fee and than Chef G. Garvin, the blog would likely discourage trading recipes word for word with your mom. Still, I was inspired. To me, the kitchen would have helped whipped up a healthy eating movement akin to those of the natural hair purists, say or say Black Girls Run which are all uplifting health-wise for black folks and enforce a positive message for us. Would Chef G. Garvin or Chef Roble feature the up-and-comer? Might he be cooking with the Neelys one day? With more than 51,000 followers on Twitter, a couple of endorsements from Gwyneth Paltrow and a new cookbook released to much fanfare, the mystery blogger behind the well-trafficked site was poised and ready to emerge from the shadows and join the next-level black entrepreneurs. An epicurious profile revealed one astonishing caveat however the thug kitchen creator isn't exactly a black entrepreneur or black at all in the spirit of thug kitchen language what the fuck the blog is actually the brainchild of a white man and a white woman who started it in august 2012 on tumblr months later after a bit of detective work and a fair amount of sweet talking i found myself driving through east hollywood on the way to a sample some dairy-free ice cream from scoops blasting gucci Mane's lemonade with the windows down I was rolling with Michelle Davis and Matt Holloway, both 29, a.k.a. the pair behind the kitchen, reads Matt Decor's profile on the duo, which revealed the pair's identity for the first time. Layside. It would be the same if one discovered that Suri's book burn was actually ghostwritten by Suge Knight, or if Reverend Jesse Jackson was secretly the one behind the abhorrent People magazine tweets from last week. Do you really feel that betrayed? You know, like, from reading those directions and seeing that video and i didn't get this feeling like obviously black people invented this right me either it's kind of weird to have that level of attachment because they put cuss words in it and called it the kitchen if Mm -hmm. they wasn't using the n-word they weren't making black references Mm -mm. they it wasn't like you know like any cultural appropriation it didn't sound like in there like hey mix this up like hustle man mixed up them pigeons on martin Ah. like uh is it really any coincidence that thug kitchen bloggers waited this long to reveal that true identity they had to know that it would be incongruous and wouldn't fly if they told readers from the beginning that they were white i don't i don't necessarily agree with that uh, a lot of people you know if you're not making a living from this kind of shit you don't want to reveal who you are until you can make a living right you know there's a reason that we didn't we took a long time before we put our our cameras up for this show yes sir you know because it was like hey we're not at a point where we feel comfortable putting our faces out there to the public and this could definitely be that not to mention um you like if you're like they sold a book so now it's like we need to go out and promote it it seems like they're only doing this when is necessary not as like i don't know i don't think it's just because uh, the people are gonna be mad we're not black I, at least that's not at least from the little bit i know they recently released a commercial is full of white people, young and old, titling the benefits of eating healthy thanks to the cookbook. One woman said that she is no longer lazy about the food she gives her family. Now that I have the Thug Kitchen cookbook, I don't play that shit anymore. Really? It's deceptive and feels a lot like the latest iteration of Nauvoo blackface. It stirs up the image. It stirs up the same anomalous feelings uh one has when they see a twif- tweet from Iggy Azalea fan account dubbing her and Macklemore the king and queen of rap. First of all, that was um, clearly someone making a joke. I remember seeing that on Twitter. Um, It's not that we completely espouse the gold teeth and other hallmarks of thug life, but we like our ratchetry in doses, as evidenced by the uber talented Issa Rae and her Ratchet Peace Theater. Every other song that blares from Urban Radio Station, insert air quotes, and ratchet reality shows such as Love and Hip Hop Dynasty, long before they were prepped with Thought Pockets, and before the over the top fights that were rumored to be seasoned with cocaine, Thug Kitchen could very well have been the culinary helpful at that ratchetry that black folks add to our adult toy chest. Not those kind of toys. Oh, ratchetry. Uh, so she's saying if it would have been black, black people could, it would help black people. I'm saying, first of all, if you want to eat better, what the fuck would it matter if the people are white or not right you can still buy you a thug kitchen book it's not like they're going around talking about the n-word i would have been more offended if the video was like that fucking um video we looked at the other day That uh, it was like white queen people queen? trying to act black and shit right if it, if it would have been a white dude in a fucking do-rag with gold teeth then i would have been like you know what you got a point but they seem to just have called it that because there's cursing like, you're getting mad at these white people for not using thug as a racist term? Here's some white people that actually think thug doesn't have to do anything with race. It could just be cussing and shit. Nah, fuck that. Nope. They We need them to call them thug like that veiled racist way. But it just doesn't work as well when you discover there isn't other black people who are creators. When that's the case, it can feel as if they're not sharing in the joke but laughing at you instead of laughing with you. In effect, their actions are all thug- are all thug in the way that they completely pilfer black culture and capitalize off of it wow i i don't know i didn't get it from that uh and listen it's not as black people are entertained only by other black people sure if you have something to offer that's entertaining and catchy no matter your hue we'll entertain and support it but that but what has remained historically curious is why is it often such an almost irresistible propensity for non-black people not only to dabble in and slowly integrate bits of black culture into their repertoire, but then to also try to slowly booty bump us into the shadows with appropriated and purchased bums at that. It's not like she just got a problem with white people. Because mm-hmm. this is not that, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Stop trying to reap, like to me, what Iggy Azalea does, it does seem like appropriating black people because she doesn't even act like that unless she's rapping. She didn't talk like that. She's, you know what I mean? Like I get why people go, yeah, this clearly she's fucking capitalizing off of imitating black people. Miley Cyrus in the fake, butt. I kind of get that. But to be like Thug kitchen is doing it. Why? Cause they use the word thug. Black people don't have exclusivity on the word thug. And if they're using it in a non-racist way, good for them. Thank God. I'd be much more, I would be much more offended if it was some, like I said, Listen, nah I mean, we about to fucking fry up these goddamn shits like like a motherfucker dick. Look, my niggas, check this out. You know, like then I'll be like, okay. Clearly this person is has to be black because they're using the N-word. They're using a lot of black slang. Cussing is not black. Mm-hmm. The word thug is not black. Um, stop trying to repackage black cool or trans as if it is some sort of brand new idea. So yawn inducing J Lo and Azalea. It's yawn in- it's a yawn including J Lo and Azalea weren't doing anything new in their attempted rump shaker videos that Cash Money and Luke hadn't quite thoroughly what what did they have to do with this? Um okay. You know what, I'm a hundred for her, not for them.
2: Oh yeah, hundred, no, I'm I'm not fuck with it at all. Yeah. I feel the same way I feel about uh, thug is the same way I feel about natural. We don't own it. And a lot of problems, there is that it's certain words that use it. Black people just feel like they own and they feel like nobody outside our culture is supposed to use it, is supposed to say it. It's ours, and if you do, we have a problem with that. And, to, to, and this particular person and other people just got a problem that you use the word thug and, and black people was not associated with it, and it made them upset. And I don't have a problem with the video because they were being authentic to who they were. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with with the book or anything like that because they're being at the end. And I've heard white people call other white people thugs. So, you know, some people say thug when it's just, you know, not behaving properly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own definition of what that word means. A lot of people just have something negative attached with it, which is racist. And I understand that. And a lot of people think when you say it, it automatically equals black. And like I said, I don't have a problem with it at all. It was not like they had blackface coming on the video, you know, talking about Bone quick and all this other bullshit. They were authentic to who they were. And my thing is, even if they would have came out before now, if people liked their product and liked what they was talking about, they still would have gotten support. And the problem is that there are other black people that are doing this, but are you supporting them or are you only angry because this got to the point where it, it got attention and the people weren't black?
1: Mm-hmm. that's
2: the question that i have
1: right and also you know it's funny because if it was a black person then you have policing from the other way right why did this blog get attention when they because they say thug and they cuss why about all the other black bloggers that got blogs and they not blah 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 blah? you know uh, it's just fuck it man yeah I, I, 100 I for me for this article but right. zero, zero for thug kitchen man yeah nothing much success for those people man you know i didn't see that as a a black only thing or any of that shit so it might even start cooking some recipes now
2: uh, what i was like shit i might go buy it now since everybody upset
1: mm-hmm. take a picture with my third kitchen book fuck that right um anyway man we don't have much time because we have to go get our lineups right so we can only do like a couple stories so let's just hurry up matter of <laughs> fact Let's Not even just, gonna sing the song. I'm
2: gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, if i say, you want we'll just to Just go to Guess the Race. Yeah, did you want to just go to the bonus round?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's worth double. Immediate bonus right. round. Everybody, no song. Just here we go. Um, a man was jailed after killing his friend for poking his girlfriend on Facebook. What? Mm hmm. Uh,. Twenty seven year old Scott Humphrey recently punched his friend Ricardo I mean Richard Revetto after finding out he Facebook poked his girlfriend while asking if you're such a good friend then why'd you poke my missus? Hmm? Kind of friend does some shit like that. Right, what kind of friend, dog? Mm supposed to be my friend. Sending someone a virtual poke on Facebook is often seen as a way of flirting with them. Is that what that means? Cause I've been poked by several men and I don't know what that means. Prosecutor Gareth Gibson, because uh-huh, they were trying to hit on you, told the, I hope not, told the hearing the argument came to a head as the taxi stopped in Top Valley, Nottingham. He said Humphrey struck 29 year old Mr. revetto causing him to bleed from the nose, then delivering the fatal blow knocking his friend to the floor causing him to bang his head on the pavement. Father of one, Mr. revetto of Arnold Nottingham suffered devastating head injuries and died in the hospital hours later. Humphrey fled the scene, but later handed himself over to police. The court heard the friends had enjoyed a stag due, enjoyed a stag, I don't know what that means, due in Mansfield before falling out. Maybe they had gone out together. So. Mr. Gimson said the taxi driver recalled Scott Humphrey was accused, accusing Richard Ravetto of contacting his girlfriend in the past and doing so via Facebook. The expression used is a poke, Scott Humphrey said to Richard Ravetto, If you're such a good friend, then why did you poke my missus? Miss Richard Rivetto said he didn't know it was his girlfriend. The exchange came more heated. Humphrey on um, Bestwood Park, Nottingham, admitted manslaughter and was jailed for four years and four months. Judge Jeffrey Dickinson QC sentencing told him, "When you and him went out that evening, violence and death were the furthest things from your mind. You didn't intend to kill them. Part of the tragedy is that it's left to chance when it ha- what it happens." There will be a fight like this somewhere tonight and the person will get up and go home and the police will never hear about it. Robert Egbona defending, uh, the defendant is genuinely remorseful at his, about his actions. He will never forget this day. As soon as Scott Humphrey heard about what happened to Richard Rivetto, he was devastated. He has been very candid and admitted his offense from the very start. Speaking after the hearing, Mr. Rivetto's brother-in-law, Jason Burley Evans, 42 of Breswood Park, said, this is a waste of a life. We feel the sentence wasn't uh, the justice we wanted for Richard. He was a much-loved person, and it will be very hard for us all to move on. I think I'm going to um, go like, go poke that dude's girlfriend now he's in jail. Can't yeah, do they can't it. do nothing about it, poker. Guess the race of Mr., um, who, wait, where is he at? Uh, what was his name? God damn it. Scott Humphrey. Yeah, guess the race of Scott Humphrey, um, who uh killed his his friend over some facebook slogan one who will randomly walk into a street because he's so focused on the leaves he's blowing oh my latino scott humphries a latino okay um organic vegan thug wigger white guilt based on actual guilt we don't say misses on world star white insecure white man the correct answer is white <laughs> You all got it right, except for Leonard Brothers, who went with Latino for some reason. Yeah. He must have just had that one queued up. Couldn't help himself. Yeah. Um But yeah, so uh let's uh go ahead and talk about sword ratchetness and then we'll get out of here. Cause like I said, had to go straight to the bonus round today. And uh Alright and uh, get into this. Where's my sword ratchetness stories at? So we're ratcheting this. Hurry up. There we go. And my sound effects. Not to do that. Mm -hmm. A Sparta man this is sparta now they got some sword ratchetings in that 300 yes they do 22 year old sparta man faces criminal charges at the police arrested him wednesday for using a sword to threaten three cub scouts selling popcorn door to door you know what i'll allow it here's why the boy scouts clearly got the raw end of the deal the girl scouts get the cookies the cub scouts get popcorn Right,
2: yeah. Nobody
1: wants to eat your fucking popcorn.
2: No, they don't. Because they was out there. I was like, I'll give you some money, but no, nah, I don't want shit yourself. Like,
1: I would pay for Girl Scout cookies sans Girl Scouts. I don't give a fuck where that money goes. Me either. Like, I don't even know where the Boy Scout money goes. It's probably It's I mean, I know there's a lot of homophobia and shit, so maybe it goes to keep gays away. I don't know. But I just know that I don't want to give them money for the popcorn. I gave those dudes $2 this morning. Mm-hmm. Karen and I did. Because they were adorable little kids yeah they were not because they were like you want some popcorn no Mm-mm. never that <laughs> never popcorn keep that in my teeth plus y'all hate gay people a pair called sparta police after owen reese opened his door at 616 Walworth street holding the weapon above his head yelling at the scouts the parents shouted at the kids to leave and they were unharmed he emerged from the house carrying the sword while officers responded and dropped it at gunpoint I was just found a large number of swords and knives, as well as marijuana and pipes in his house. Oh Reese said he answers the door armed with the sword to protect himself against religious people. Man, Jehovah Witnesses probably don't answer that anymore, right?
2: Yeah, I guarantee you that.
1: He's jailed on reckless endangerment and drug charges. Oh, there you go, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. It was fun. We'll be back tomorrow um no idea what the guests and stuff will be mm-hmm. but thanks everybody um until tomorrow make sure you guys go to adam and eve code tbgwt mm-hmm. and make sure you guys also um check out our album on spotify and itunes ride can best of rod and care
2: yes and leave five star reviews on itunes for those of you that have listened to it even if you just do it on spotify
1: yep so thanks very much uh until tomorrow i love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.